Hello everyone, welcome to the Lightbringers Podcast, episode 14, season 3. They can't hear you yet, but they will hear you soon. Season 3, what do you want to say that again, please? One, two, three. That's it, what really? I, you sounded like an elderly man <laughs> who was wasted hey. in, the, in a bar and just came out of a bar. Jabro, isn't that just... <laughs> You, you know, we take action, we experience. Oh my Literally, God. what else? Where I'm do you think I got it from? Every time I the podcast. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I've just been. Like, I love so you. So many episodes where I've just been wildly <laughs> drunk. It's like sorry. It's like half the time. Not not every time. Just a bit. Yeah. No, no. Sometimes. I mean, it, it makes it better. So you know. That's why yeah. I can't do oh, intros. Oh, is that what you think? <laughs> this is this is non-alcoholic. Uh, oh. Was it actually? Because usually yeah. you have to have like, a nice little drink. Is it Coca-Cola? It's no, it's Guinness. <laughs> no, no alcoholic. The zero Guinness. The zero Guinness. Yeah, there's no uh, alcohol in that. And it also Guinness tastes like normal Guinness because I guess Guinness isn't very... Um, it is very um, alcoholic. But no, it's like 4% Guinness. It's 4.2. Yeah, 4.2 is pretty good. Oh, you really were the wasted old man at the pub. You know, it was down to the decimal. <laughs> I used to be a barman. <laughs> oh, this, this scans, this tracks. Mm-hmm. There it is. I also literally went to a bar last night after work and had some sliders, which were very good. Um, Ooh, nice. That were lovely. And protein. It, it was like mm-hmm. a nitro. What you call it diesel nitro, or whatever it's called. It's like a milky one, and then there was a Guinness. Oh, that's and I was like, I have no idea what you're diesel. talking about. This diesel is like different nitro. ales. Oh, okay. And I was like comparing them and in America you have, when you've got a list, in America it's very different. So if you're in the EU or if you're in actually England, there isn't really anything that says the alcohol content level percentage wise other than on the thing when you go to look at behind the bar. There's not really on the menu as far as I can remember unless you're in a really fancy place, which, you know, there isn't many of them So the sliders, well, they were beer. No, no, no. The sliders got nothing to do with it. I just added the sliders because they were nice. But like, oh, it, it had the amount of percentage on it, and again, this was like 4.2, so that's why I remembered, because I saw it last night, not because I'm actually just really good at remembering stuff. You know what's rough? So I'm trying to <laughs> My do this life accent, and right? you being I'm trying to do it? this yes. accent, and I feel like Jebro talking is actually throwing me off. Yeah. Because of your I feel own like accent? Jebro's accent is like very particular. Yeah, like not... it's not like what Americans think of a British accent. Oh, it's like time. a fake British accent. Yeah, it's like a fake British oh, yeah. oh. accent. Like, it sounds a little Whoa. fake, so it's like it's throwing me off from doing a really good one, you know? Yeah. Well, the yeah. thing is, is because the accents that everyone does are from uh, like Harry Potter or something, where they're, all Harry of those Potter? children are like <laughs> spoiled brats from like rich families. So I'm like. I don't get it. Daddy, oh, I want another pony. Well, so yeah, Emma mm-hmm. is But like, also... And as we all know, Emma anyway. Watson wasn't... She was American, and she just had a fake British accent the entire time. True. Is that real? A precocious yeah. child. Yes. No! Be quiet. That is not real! God, You're like, man. damn, could have fooled me, girl. <laughs> this 11 year old got me fooled. I just, I trust you all implicitly, so I just figured you'd never lead me astray. Man. DTB, don't trust boots. Down to the boots. That's just Down the way you should be right now. <laughs> wow, truth. What? I think you said nitro down. cold brew. I was thinking of bang energy drinks. I know it's yeah, been two weeks, but Jesus. 
Just saving it out for the podcast. It's not a curse word. You'll be fine. Yeah, you're good. You're not going to get censored. Oh, I wasn't YouTube. worried about that for a second. Not at least you until weren't. Fornax joins in the conversation. <laughs> Poor Fornax has just been weathering the storm thus far. She's, she's been just, with her I'm mic off the entire the time. She's been with her mic off the entire time practicing her her North American accent. Just yeah. ready to chime yeah, in. The only American point. accent I can do Definitely. is Texas. My, that's, that I, do, I would can lose you do, like, the Valley Girl? Valley girl. Can he do a valley girl? I, think I would like could. to hear that. Yeah. Do like you want to wanna just like? You gotta have some vocal fry. You have to give me it first, and then I can maybe try. You want me to give it to you? <laughs> <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> what? I'm just giving you. Sometimes a people need to get sample. outside and like do some stuff. I don't know. Just, just go on a date. I don't know, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to the Lightbringers podcast, everyone. I really like that you, like, not so subtly just told Kroof to go touch grass and also get laid. Wow. I think simultaneously, right? Honestly, I'm telling everyone to go do that. Just go do that. Just just get laid on grass, please. Everyone go. If you've got the opportunity, just go get it. I can't. Grass makes me itchy. You know, some people might not want to, and yeah, some people might have a grass allergy, so yeah. it's okay. You know, do whatever do brings you joy. Just do that, exactly. <laughs> if it's that, then cool. If it's uh, spud guns, then cool. That as well. What is a spud gun? A spud gun is a small little toy gun, uh, metal maybe normally. You push it into a potato, and then you pull it out, and you have a little potato pellet bullet, and then you shoot it at people. It's a, it's a childhood Why toy. Why would you do that? Kids. That sounds dangerous. It's, it's, it potentially it's, was. It's basically, <laughs> yeah, it's basically like an IED for, for young children. That you My goodness. Go around it's raw yeah. Do they not the, have the, the spot yeah. guns the British in people England and their guns, honestly. I was about to say, and they say yeah. America has a problem. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But spot guns. Yeah. yeah, that's not an American thing either. No, I'm no. Sure it is. I'm sure well, it is. I mean, to be well, fair, from the, we like, have the 50s like or the forties. Yeah, like to be fair, we just have like BB guns here yeah. that are just like small, actual plastic bullets that will hurt. And that's what children so play bad. with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Firing oh. a spud gun in America is illegal. Really? <laughs> are you <Hold> serious? <laughs> Wait, not interested. Hold on. I, is, is this is a lie? Are tater guns illegal? However, firing a spud gun is illegal in most cities and some states have outlawed them. Spud yeah, guns. That, that's fair. Spud guns are dangerous, but real guns are just for fun. Isn't so. this country just so messed up sometimes? Like, like, I am so does it, sorry. How fast, how like fast Kinder, does it shoot? Like Kinder like, is Surprise it... was banned. How is that a it thing? Well, that was a choking that hazard. Mean? That was a choking hazard. Mm-hmm. Guns are a death yeah. hazard. <laughs> like, they're just what death. About... They're literally designed to kill people. <laughs> I just don't you know what, get guys? It. All food is a choking hazard. Exactly. The more you know. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, Did you so say I had, my dad got me a crossbow oh, when I was no. like twelve. So yeah. Thanks. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. This is uh, if you well, want to ask. It's very any... sad that I wasn't born with a penis. That's this. This is the truth of it. Well, but anyway. So here's a crossbow. I did my best to make up for that. <laughs> we love you just the way you are. You know what I mean? Crossbow yeah. and all. You weren't, gro- and all. you weren't born with a penis, so you were given a crossbow? Is that crossbow. the general gist of the story? I 
he 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 did so he didn't treat me like a little girl like you know like little girls with the dress no no we were riding like climbing up mountains and shooting crossbows and shit like that that was my childhood very fucking swallows i love that sounds good i'll take a crossbow over a doll any day you kidding me yeah getting dragged up mountains not so much though yeah i got damn barbies i had a spot gun it was either those or like if you were poor if you didn't have much money although to be fair this was the easiest thing easier thing to get go to mcdonald's and get one of those straws and you would get paper from the straw and you would um, put it in your mouth and you would wet it and you would use it as a pellet and you'd just blow okay, it Okay, yeah, people. that's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, if you couldn't afford a spud gun, you could just pick up a potato and throw <laughs> it at yeah. you. <laughs> Doing that every time would become expensive. Like, you would just need yeah, to yeah. carry a bag you, you of potatoes around. You go run <laughs> and you get it. You retrieve it. That was what happened all the time. They banned potatoes for a while. It was wild. Yeah. Yeah. That's what happened in Ireland, right? <laughs> I think we I think yeah. spud guns were invented oh, because fuck. we just had a lot no, of potatoes. And that's it. The guy who did that should be shot into the sun. Yes. No. Bad. Very bad. Moving well, on. um, you know, it's been a really Sorry, informational, all Irish people. <laughs> it's been a really informational spud gun podcast so far. Um, oh, is there man. anything else we need to like talk about today or, or any other? Oh yeah, yeah, really. Pastimes. Well, well, what we're gonna do is we're gonna do oh, a few things. PVP. Chat, please. Could you, if you chat, if you have Potato any questions for us around Guild Wars Two specifically, hopefully, maybe, or you have anything you would like us to talk about, mention it in the chat. I will talk about it. I'll say this every so often, please. As a reminder, that would be great to do. If we've got any... Actually, I'll try and do that on my side. I'll just pop it at the top of the chat as well. But we are going to talk about the Relic stuff. We're also going to give ourselves a little bit of a cheeky intro in an English accent is the challenge. Uh, Rookery, first. You should have no problem with this because you're an actress. Yes, absolutely. My British accent is spotless. It's pristine. It's as shiny as a brand new spud gun. I'm Rook or Rookery. You can find me over on my extremely British channel where I drink tea and eat crumpets all day while playing MMORPGs, my favorite brand of games. Um, <laughs> that's all. <laughs> You are I on Twitch and on YouTube and on Twitter. It is R O O K U R I with an underscore. With an underscore. <laughs> underscore. Understated underscore. Very good. Mm -hmm. Is Thank that you. was that the? It was very good. That was very good. I was. You don't have to humor me. <laughs> oh, it was good. It wasn't like the proper like, oh yeah, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you know all that. The proper. Was like, the proper. Like, like, uh, you know, you were a little bit more less common, which is fine. <laughs> Not that's, that me, uh, that's me. That's me. A little bit less common than most. Yeah. Good old, good old Rook. A little bit less common than most. It's like a shiny Pokemon, you know. A little bit Lexus. A little bit Lexus. <laughs> all right. Please go follow Rookery. Proof. It is your go. Hey guys. <laughs> Can I just pick any accent or? No, British. That was oh, the it's challenge. Oh, it's British. Oh, 
You lot were doing it when we started. Anyways, hi everyone. My name is Kroof. I have not done any accents in so long, so I think it's really getting a little shaky, if you know what I mean. <laughs> shaky in the sense of a California earthquake, if you know what I mean. But hi everyone. I'm so happy to be here. So, so excited. I'm releasing my fifth studio album. <laughs> <laughs> and you know you can follow me on instagram on twitter on youtube and uh, you can also find me on the tube uh i don't That's have good, any place actually. of living yeah. actually yeah, okay. um mm. i'm just kind of tube hopping and um yeah don't feed the pelicans and the pigeons feed me you find me a proof, Kate. I'm not sure about that last bit because I don't know what that means, but um, <laughs> mostly. But feed the birds. Tuppins. I feel like Boots is going to do a Beatles impression, like Ringo Starr kind of thing. I feel that's what you're going to do, like Thomas the Tank Engine influenced. Is that what you're going to do, Boots? Boots is taking a big swig of that Guinness to prepare. <laughs> Uh, um, is it my turn? Yeah, it is your turn. Good job, Kroof. Well, yeah. That was very good. Oh, that was really good. Oh. I'm swearing. <clears throat> Hello, I'm Boots. You can find me at World of Enders on YouTube. Um, I do videos there, Guild Wars 2. There's, uh, I've been doing adventures recently. And lots of adventures. <laughs> There's perhaps, <laughs> I've done 60 or so now. And I've got 27 more to go, I think, perhaps. <laughs> and uh, yes, I've reached a point where I've seen the next adventure to do. And unfortunately, it's completely broken. It's busted up the wazoo. It, the, my, my best score was number one overall. And I think that was like three years ago. Unfortunately, it's now one millionth overall <laughs> and the fastest score is uh two seconds oh. and and it's not something that you could just do with the uh the portal thing the uh the jade jade teleporter you've got to do something else it was it was a bug i believe and and now i believe they fixed the bug so it's un impossible to reproduce and i'm screwed so there we go Good job. Solid. So sorry. I told you it was a Beatles very, very thing. Proud. I think it was a Ringo proud. slash John Lennon, actually. <laughs> okay. So not bad. Not bad at all. That's a, that's a little mm. bit more northern, but not with the, the Manchester twang completely. Very good. I definitely slipped like three or four times there. Yeah, though. your Canadian accent straight yeah. came out. Uh, just sorry. Kept sorry. And, you know. <laughs> I love the way you say sorry. It's, uh, sorry? It tickles my brain. <laughs> Sorry? Like, is that what you're talking about? Sorry. Yeah. Siri? It's a bit like, oh, it's like a soft O. Oh, like, okay, so you're, okay, can you teach me how to do it? I don't know how to do it properly. Okay, maybe <laughs> after the show. Um, Fornax, uh, do your best British accent um, in, in the style of yourself. Which, but tell do your best Scottish accent. accent. You can talk normally, you're yeah. fine. Do a Scottish, Jesus oh, Scottish Christ, accent. my dad would be rolling well, in his I, 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 I can't. The only way well, I can do Scottish my... action is by singing 500 miles or 1,000 miles. Just to be the man who walked a thousand miles. And copyright strike. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I could do a northern accent. 
Hello, I can Phonics. do an Northern accent. Northern, yeah, I can do, do an Northern accent. Do whatever accent, you want yeah. to do, I'm from my Cumbria. Friend. Do it. I'm from Cumbria, so I can do an Northern accent. I can. Yeah, do it. Do I it. can, and it's deep down in here, and you can just talk about it, and that's how you do it, and that's yeah, your yeah. Northern accent. Not bad. You, you got to do your entire intro yeah. like that, though. Yeah, exactly. Oh fuck no, definitely not. <laughs> so <just laughs> <swear>. <laughs> Stop it. Okay. Uh, sorry. I'm just gonna do my Northern. Just do it! I'm Fornax the Pratt and the Herald. The Herald. Oh, fucking hell. Stop um, actually, um, hey, I'm Fornax, I'm the Pratt and Herald. Please check out my show. YouTube channel. Okay, darlings. <laughs> there you go, that's it. That was that's awesome. super shit that's American accent. That's the other accent. one I can do. <laughs> Would you please stop swearing? <laughs> God damn <laughs> That's your accent. All the general. emotions are going, yeah. Your accent is just swears. You gotta let it come in southern ways. That's like fifty yeah. percent of my personality. I, I can't. I cannot not swear. <laughs> you cannot not swear. Cannot. Yeah, nobody not. can not swear. <laughs> no one cannot not swear. swear. <laughs> I love that Largo. That was a fun raid. <laughs> Down okay. The boss. I don't know what's okay. happening anymore, so we'll continue. Yeah. Um, chat, please, no. if you are here live um, and you have a chat, uh, yeah, you hold have on a second, Jeff. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Fornax didn't actually do an intro. Yeah, they did. Fornax. They said go and check out my YouTube channel. Oh, I, I heard please an intro. Please do check out my YouTube channel. It's just because they said it in an American accent and no one could understand what I was saying. So I was going to say darling my like 17 channel. times. That's it. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, I, I do declare, I, my declare. My family's my from the south, channel. so I really I understood. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Oh, thank you. All right, cool. Well, I don't know. Should we do the topic of the podcast or whatever, Jebra? We could do. Maybe. Uh, chat, yeah. chat questions, please. Any Guild Wars two questions you have, and you want us to talk about anything, go for it. Otherwise, we're gonna talk mm -hmm. about other stuff, <laughs> potentially asking each other maybe some questions about Guild Wars two. But also, we're gonna talk first of all about legendary relics. They're on your screen right That's now. Right. Um, also, if you have been watching the podcast, thank you very much. Join us live on a Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific. <gasps> Lots of stuff coming up in February. There's going to be another release, hopefully. We don't know when, but it's okay. Uh, okay, I'm going to keep that question popping. I'm going to keep it. We're going to look at it. You'll look at it. We're going to talk about legendary relics a... first, but keep bringing the questions. I'll go back in the chat and we'll go through them, I promise. So any more questions We're in the chat, please keep, keep them coming. Rook is keeping track of them in the group chat as well. Yeah, oh, I've been thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I got you. Legend. Okay, so legendary relics are coming. We kind of knew this was going to happen, right? Did they actually say it was mm. going to happen or did we just yeah. assume it was? They, they did. did they? Yeah. They did? Yeah, they did. Okay. So it's going to be in the next major release, uh, Our Secrets of the Obscure. And uh, I'm not like, there's a lot of text here, but they're just explaining that they're going to give people a free legendary relic if they crafted a legendary rune. Is it if they Which crafted one? Which is great for me, because I already did that. Oh, no. yeah. Is it just if just you did one? one? No, yeah. If, you, if you've only done one, yeah, you get it for free. That's wild. Yeah. If you've done six, you don't get it, though. Yeah, That's not they're like, you have overachieved. <laughs> My gosh. I was like, what? <laughs> That's really harsh. <sighs> so now everyone Literally. has added to their things of to-do lists to uh, craft a legendary rune. Is everyone yeah. going to do that? I, I went into it and did it. 
now that the news came out though they're like everybody bought up all of the materials necessary to make legendary runes so it's hyper expensive to to do it right now yeah um but there is a deadline to it because as soon as the legendary relics come out that means you can't uh, you don't get it if you don't have a rune by then Mm, correct. You'll have to make I, it the old-fashioned way. Or will I do yeah. it? I think I'd rather just see what it takes to make it. Maybe there's a story behind it. Brave. Yeah, you can still make one, an extra one, if you want. Probably. I mean, yeah. 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 It can't be I that think. ridiculous, could it? If it... Mm, uh, you never know. How many provisions? It's a gamble. It really is a gamble, because we don't know what the collection is going to entail if it is mm. going to be more story driven like some of the other legendaries or if it's just going to be a classic laundry list of crafting items and materials some of them may be new considering this is a new uh, piece of gear so you might not have a lot of it so you have to maybe farm extra bits mm. Mm. We see you might question. even push people into content they're not happy to do so do it now guys yes <laughs> yeah, do yeah, it yeah. Now. I do that. You need provisioners tokens, don't you? Yeah, I think you do. at yeah. least 50. Mm. Yeah, it's you need bad, 50 it's honestly, it I guess you can do get those pretty easily now. You can just buy them with different currencies now, can't you? Rather than just doing the crafty mm-hmm. stuff with raid gear back in the day. I think oh, before sorry. this announcement, uh, in a regular time, making a legendary rune, I think, is around 300 gold total. Oh, really? Um, Okay. Yeah, I don't know what it is right now. I didn't check, but I'm going to guess a lot more. Cost me Um, about 450 to do it today. I literally read this, went, oh my God. And then I ran into game and just threw money at the auction house and just like, yeah. Sold my 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 unborn children to do it. Well, I've made two legendaries this year. So I am on a roll right now. I made Bolt because the the fr- the thing, the uh, legendary pack you get when it gives you the random gift. Wow. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I didn't good, know yeah. the good stuff yeah. you get from that thing is so good. Like you just li- literally, it, I know when on GW2 efficiency, it was like, yeah, you got 300 gold and you got another legendary. Like, really? Okay, let's do that. So there is one more extra thing about this relic situation though that is important. And I think it's something that they had to think about because when they first made the relic announcement, there were some things that we talked about that were going to create pitfalls for the whole system. And I think they Mm. went back to the drawing board a little bit and worked it all out because it sounds like they've come up with a solution for the pitfalls, which is uh, number one, we thought relics were an interesting change to the rune system because it would, uh, number one, uh, give you know, more customizability, sure. But then on top of that, we were saying a long time ago when they first announced it, that relics would probably be uh, a great thing for the future of the game because it gives people things to unlock, new things to find, new rewards to try to strive for Mm -hmm. because they could release new relics. And while runes are just kind of like all over the place and everybody has legendary runes. And... And I guess that they sort of thought that at first also because that's what we have in the game right now with Sodo. We have all the um, exotic versions of the rune, uh, of the relics that you do have to work towards or unlock mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but that all falls apart once you make the legendary relic, right? 
because mm-hmm. if it followed the old system, leg- uh, once you get a legendary relic, you don't ever have to unlock any new relics because they would just all be added on to the relic, uh, legendary relic yes. automatically. So, what's right. the way they fixed it? The way they fix it is after Soto, any new relics coming into the game have to be unlocked in game to be added to the the uh, legendary relic. So, like, once you unlock it in game, it is added to your relic, and you don't have to worry about buying stuff and so on and so Was forth. Was there a bit where it says somewhere on you have to buy it when an expansion? Like, you won't be able to have some if they're from a specific expansion. There power in there that I read? Yeah, I think that's what yeah, that's... Luke was talking about. Yeah, where yeah, yeah, yeah. For the is new ones the in future one? expansions, uh, they will not be automatically added to that legendary. Also, oh, the unlocking is, is just a payment, basically. No, 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 no. No, it's you have to unlock it in game. All right, okay, okay. But like, is it? But if like a relic is specific to a, an expansion, maybe you'll have to do like that achievement to you'd unlock. To yeah, it. yeah. So yeah. technically, you'd have yeah. to buy it. At so the technically, you'd have to get the expansion yeah. as well, right? Right, oh, right. Yeah. which makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, and I think that's a a good solution to that problem because there is mm-hmm. it. If it followed the old system of everything automatically getting added once you get the legendary relic, it it completely eliminated the need of adding relics in the first place, basically. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, the point is to add new rewards for things, and then they're all gone for anybody who has legendary relic. And I actually really like this. I've seen some contention, even in my own Discord, with people's reactions to this, because I think oftentimes the legendaries, you've always had the stats available. You've never had to then go and do something to unlock it. And this is a departure from that. And uh, some people were saying, like, that departure in and of itself kind of goes against Guild Wars 2's philosophy of a gear treadmill. And in some ways, this kind of is, like, the only lasting whisper of a gear treadmill in terms of you having to work to get something mm-hmm. but i think because we don't really have that in guild wars 2 i'm kind of i'm like low-key kind of excited for it i'm like mm-hmm. it'll be nice to go and still find value in doing those achievements to unlock yeah them. and i doubt like any new relic is gonna necessarily be better than previous relics it'll just be different than previous relics so it's not yeah. a yeah yeah because the, their the design philosophy is always balance and it's always going to be to try to make each relic somewhat balanced with one another um so yeah i agree i think that's the goal i don't think that's what we get necessarily but i think that's the goal (laughs) no i agree i think that's the goal as well and i mean the thing too is that with these runes and other stuff um and, and with the relics and everything um they're are potentials just to have stuff that's just kind of not even be- like meant to be a co- like a competition for best in slot if that makes sense where you know it might just be something that kind of offers a unique or you know creative kind of fun additional thing it might be something that sure you could do a build with but that doesn't have to be like viable for every single thing you know and it's it's one of those things to me where if they are going to put something kind of like a gear treadmill in, like Kruf was saying, I think this is a great way to do it because I do think there's also a sense in the game of having like all those substats and everything else that just are sort of there. And a lot of players will just have no idea what any of those even mean. They won't have an idea about like what the range of them even means. And while this doesn't necessarily like 
teach you all of the substat stuff and everything else i do think that it creates a sense of like doing something unlocking or acquiring something that draws it to your attention in such a way that you're like mm -hmm. oh i got something added into the mix what is that thing or um you know i've heard that this is really good so i should go try and get that and i do think they need to have a sense of that in the game so to put something like this in for a facet of um the game that isn't again like prohibitive it's not going to lock you out of doing any content it's not going to be anything like that where like you can't just take something else in or you can't take whatever um but it will still give you something to work towards um or like acquire yeah. as you get new expansions i think is a good way to balance it so yeah but it's true it, there might be like in the next expansion there might be like one relic that's like uh so good that they're like in raids they'll say you must have this relic please just have this relic it's unlikely, but it's possible. For next, have you? Uh, what are your thoughts on this, please? Um, I, <clears throat> I, um, so one, I'm, I'm happy that they are, are not messing around with people who have put a lot of time in to make their mm -hmm. legendary runes. It is, a, it is quite a chore. Um, I'm happy that they're giving them the relic slot for free because they kind of sprung it on them. And going forward, if you missed it, well, you missed the boat. Okay, no harm, no foul. Um, when it comes to um, future expansions and the um, and the stat sets that are going to be introduced to them, I think it's a good idea, for, especially for especially for people who have legendary items, because you can feel like, well, the world is my oyster and everything's done because all I have to do is click this button and I've got everything that I could ever want, and the, and I like the idea, and I, and I maybe they'll extend it to legendary um, armors and weapons as well. But if you want the new stats, you have to play through the story. You don't, it doesn't have to be prohibitive, but there is at least some reason why someone who is decked out to the nines and doesn't have to think about their gear anymore actually has to go in and engage with content to get different stat sets to engage with um, the new expansions. And I kind of like that. And I don't think it's so prohibitive on a, a legendary armor owner. I am one myself. I've got a lot of legendary weapons. I've got quite a number of armor pieces. And I'm, I'm, I'm happy that I have to engage with the content and it gives me something to do. And because I still have all that utility, as soon as I've unlocked it, it's unlocked on everybody and um, it, forever. So it's, I, I like that. I like that. I'm looking at the, uh, the cost of this right now uh, on GW2 efficiency. Thank you for your work. It's very much appreciated. Very good, yeah. um, mm. If you buy, if you don't use any of your own materials, the cost is currently 819 gold for one singular yeah. rune. Um, it if used I... to be 300 and something. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the the big thing here that I see is cost-wise is the, the charm, probably. the charm of skill. Yeah, the mystic yeah, coin. Yeah. Mystic coins are two gold now, and they've been fluctuating up. Not just because of this, but they've been going up for a while. And the tier six um, mats. Now, what I would say is, if you're going to go for some of this, check out your laurels right now. See how many laurels you got. You get those crafting uh, bags where you can just get a bunch of those. And also trade in some of your currency around, like, you know, Lunar New Year, I guess, event is before February. But yeah, it must... Is it now or is it next week? So you'll be able to trade in currency Soon. for that like, and get some materials probably. But it's mostly all the all that stuff. So stuff you could farm and like, you know, get in the bags. And also if you get like Black Lion Keys and you've got some of those boxes saved up. But, you know, it's like 50 provisioner tokens as well, which is actually not that bad. 
Um, airship parts run around, mm. heart of thorns. Hold your obsidian shards as ever. Yeah. And don't forget to head into um, your um, guild hall and talk to the vendor because you can get yeah. um, several of those a day. So. And if you've done a lot of season four and have a lot of the crocorite ore map currency, you can go to Istan mm. and trade those in for um crafting bags as well and even ice root saga you can convert the ice root saga ice shards into crocorite ore i believe and then purchase yeah. the crafting bags so this is fairly doable it, it's What's only 20 that? laurels by the way a legendary weapon is something like 72 and armor is like 15 and this is 20 to get one rune. and you only have to get one rune you can get yeah. you can slow time the rest just get that one yeah. rune done before they make the changes and then you can get all those relics out of your inventory that's the worst thing about relics isn't it but maybe 17,000 of them around but yeah. maybe as well you would end up paying more money now than you would do yeah for a right relic. now you probably shouldn't do it for 800 gold Unless you have a substantial amount of the materials, because yeah. I saw in my account it only said like 200 or you gold it would cost me. Or you could sell those materials and that you have. No, if you've been playing the game for a number of years, yeah. there's a good ch and you haven't really been crafting legendaries, like, yeah. Like, if I go to use your own materials, it's going to cost me 248. So I'm just going to be like, yeah, I'm just yeah. going to do it. Because <laughs> I've got 248 yeah. gold. Why not? Um, so like, just yeah. check, just, if, you, if you're ever going to craft anything, just go to like Guild Wars 2 Efficiency or go to the, like the wiki or whatever and put your API in and like, always try and see if you can do that. But there's loads of ways you can get, um... Anyone want to link Guild Wars 2 Efficiency in chat just in case? I think it's a very good tool. Bookmark it. It's very helpful and useful. Yeah, yeah. I can do that. Yeah, or you type in Guild Wars 2 Efficiency, but Efficiency <laughs> can be a very difficult word to spell correctly, I understand. <laughs> It's more efficient just to click the link. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Guild also efficiency. But yeah, I, I mean, I use that for uh, all the things recently. It's just, I use it for anything. It's just really, really good. Uh, you can also, you can kind of look in game now because on the achievements, it does tell you all the stuff you need, which is kind of funny. I never actually mm. noticed that, but that's newer, I guess. Um, but there's a link in chat. If you have any more questions for us as well, like don't forget to pop them in. Thank you so much for the questions we've already been asking. Appreciate it. We're going to start answering them very soon. Um, but yeah, it's a good. It's good. I think that, you know, it does mean that all of a sudden everyone's going to be trying to buy up all the things and uh, it does mess up the market a little bit. But, you know, I mean, people bought le had legendary runes and it's totally fair that they should reap the rewards for that yeah i hope it gets people oh. playing like doing meta events to get more gold mm. and more crafting materials anything like such a a big announcement so yeah with such yeah. a small window i know i was like oh i suddenly feel a very strange sensation to play guild wars 2 a little bit more just to, like get those crafting mm. bags and see so oh, I... uh, i'll probably play this weekend and see how many people are on doing meta events and you know going around to ca uh, pvp event at the moment like they've got and advanced well. reward track progress right now so you can get a bunch of loot in there and you can trade currency for obsidian shards and stuff as well so we like doing some of those guild wars 2 rush events right now is really really good for materials generally as well and obviously just go to like flipping drizzlewood coast and just run around that for 10 hours or something stupid you've probably got most of your legendary stuff um but yeah i mean obviously in using the uh, astral claim you can get gold um of course and you can get mystic coins and you can get the crafting bags from there we didn't even say that uh you can get the crafting bags mm -hmm. from there as well um and there is no limit on gold so 
And clovers, and clovers. And clovers. 60. And obsidian yeah. shards, and all the things. Yeah. Do yeah. you reckon they'll... Good. Uh, that's a good question, actually. Do you reckon they'll have, like, um, a legendary relic starter pack in the Astral Acclaim thing when they launch it? In the Astral Acclaim mm. store? Mm, probably not for a good few rounds, I imagine. Because they've only got the Gen 1 legendaries, the right? They've only got the Gen 1 legendaries in there, so I, make, I guess that makes sense. But they might do on a combat with, like, a launch of it. You never yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I can launch. see them, yeah, maybe doing it even just to try and, like, feature something from the expansion a little bit more in the forefront, mm. you know, like... This is something that we released with Soto, and this is like a new thing that we kind of reworked. So maybe they would put it in there. I mean, mm. if we're just looking at the actual trajectory of the Astral Claim reward so far, I wouldn't think so, considering mm. that they don't mm. really have anything like super current. So I would assume it would be something, sure. you know, like down the road. Not that, again, legendaries are ever not current, but you know what I mean? Like, well, um, not so newer. Yeah, yeah, one. yeah. There's no like Orin or Gen 2 stuff in there. Like, Gen mm. 2 would be weird as well, because like half of them are kind of like contained in achievements anyway. Okay. I think. Cool. Can I just say something sure. about the? No, no. You got to pay seven dollars. Of... Oh, <laughs> it's very, yeah, it's very specific. <laughs> you can subscribe and gift two subs. Oh, oh shit! Goddamn. Um, oh, God um, it's a steep price, but I, you know. I, I like the Wizard's Vault. I'm not paying you. Not giving you nothing, Baldy. Um, wow, um, that's I rude. Like the... Shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> what if I'm bald? I don't think that shots fired. I think we've known that oh, for a while. No. <laughs> I've been. I've had no hair for longer than I've had hair in my life. So. Oh bless. My husband's bald, so I think. Um. Oh, he's an attractive fellow. Right, okay. He was. He's very handsome indeed. Why? Right. Did so you say what was? was I... Yeah. What? I'm pretty sure he said was there. No, 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 no. Shit. Don't get me in trouble. He might be listening, okay? I'm pretty sure he said was. <laughs> so, that's it's rude. Our, it's our wedding anniversary soon. I have to be on my best to speak. He tried to get me in trouble. If you paid cold. the $7, we yeah. wouldn't be here right now. So. <laughs> this is true. That was your toll. Shit. And you failed to pay. <laughs> Uh, so the, I like the Wizard's Fault. I like the introduction of it, but I feel like not necessarily the turnover for the utility utility items like the clovers and the coins, but yep. I think the turnover for the vanity items could be a little bit swifter. I feel like it just lingers too long. I think if it was a monthly Small turnover rather than a quarterly. Yeah, as in just just have a higher turnover, as in a higher changeability rate for the mm. vanity items, like you know the armors that they bring in and the, the different skins that they have on, that kind of thing, or bringing back older skins or chucking on like very um, older like black yeah. lion skins onto there mm -hmm. so people can get them because it just feels a bit stale at the moment, that's especially if you if you blast through it. That's why a battle pass is good because you you have to yeah. work through it, so you got to spend a considerable amount of time doing it, whereas like everything is in the shop immediately and you can just pick what you want which is cool but like you say like once mm. you've got like one or two things i mean if you think about it a lot of it is just currency really mm. <laughs> I mean, yeah. a lot of it is just raw currency it's gold it's mystic coins it's obsidian shards it's legendary currency technically to make the actual items it's 
and then you've got the weapon skins but they're very specific and they, they're just one if you don't like them that's a bunch of things which you're not is getting. why yeah um, which is why the introduction of relics as a possible new reward system was interesting because they could mm -hmm. make you do interesting things for them yeah yeah so Fortex, when, when you're saying that do you mean that you just think that they should more frequently like turn over what yes is Okay, okay. So, like, not necessarily um, that... What's, what am I trying to say? Yeah, okay, I got you. You're just saying that, like, they should shorten the amount of time that the cosmetic stuff is in there so that it rotates more frequently to incentivize folks. Correct. Gotcha. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. I can kind of see that. Because mm -hmm. I think two months feels like an okay amount, but once it starts going past that two-month mark, as we're kind of heading into the third month it is kind of like oh okay you kind of get everything that you need and because mm. all of the cosmetics just go into a vault so you can pick them up anytime there never really is that like you can kind of just do it at your own pace so when you're kind yeah. of just continually playing if you happen to be logging in every day and like doing those uh, astral uh acclaim um quests it does kind of run out so the casual you nature know, of the quickly. game so the casual the nature nature of the game actually works against itself in this way yeah Maybe. i actually had i hadn't thought about that but Kruf, you're right the fact that they will just get phased into a category that is you know like you can still just get it it's more expensive sure but they're going to get phased out um it kind of makes it so that it's not the ending of it that you're engaged by right you're not like oh yeah. two months oh i didn't get the thing that i need okay i get i need to log in i need to do the thing and i need to get it so really the kind of motivating factor to like engage with it and to you know do a bunch of content or come in is when something new is released to it and you're like oh look at the new shinies like okay yeah. i really want this I want this mount skin or I really want this thing that they just put in there and so I I think I found that too with the cycle where when the new stuff is put in I feel that like drive to engage and then I kind of taper off and I don't I mean I think it's okay like you said with like the two months it's it's not that bad and it does give a window of time in which I think people can explore the other options for it where you know you're like maybe I do just want to get some gold in addition to other stuff or I want to grab some things or I want to save it up um but I a lot of other games tend to run on like a monthly kind of for that like if they have like a monthly reward calendar or if they have a monthly so i don't necessarily think that it would be bad to have it on a monthly rotation because again it's just going to get phased into the other category so it's not like you're going to miss it but it's going to give you a little bit more excitement as stuff rolls over each month mm, yeah and if you and if it doesn't... sorry go oh sorry no. I was going to say, it doesn't necessarily have to be like these brand new, um, unique items as well. There's lots no. of it, there's lots of stuff. There's lots of gear, especially if you think about if you look at all the NPCs or the casual armors that there are that they've never really brought out, and um, they could have these casual things rolling through the game. And it can also be other things if they ever introduced for please housing system there could be <laughs> furniture items rolling through there could be all sorts hey. of things rolling through you know so that's not yeah. a bad recommendation like decorations would i think decorations yeah. would sell like hotcakes yeah this is yeah. what uh it's very true this is um yeah never mind <laughs> i was gonna say i remember having this conversation a long long time ago when raids first came in the game <laughs> um and it was like room? oh yeah they're gonna put decorations for guild halls as as rewards in the and they did. They did. They did. They did. Yeah. They did, but they're a little, <laughs> a little small sometimes. Mm -hmm.
Yeah. No, I think that would be great, honestly. Yeah, like get some of the rewards from other places in the game and kind of put them in there as well, you know, or like create a, a more expedited way to get them with that window of time or um, I mean, yeah, some of the furnishings too, even just with like scribing, it takes so much to make them. And I think that's something where if they are ever going to release with an expansion, um, player housing, like player customized housing instances, they need to take a look at scribing because there's a lot of stuff that I'm like, oh, this is so cool. And I'd love to have like 50 of these to decorate around with or use or whatever. And then I would ask some of the folks in the guild that had scribing all maxed. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, it's kind of arduous to make that or like we have to get a bunch of this or a bunch of that or um, and like I myself, I don't have scribing like leveled up. I would like to at some point, but honestly, I've been kind of dissuaded from it because people always talk about it being kind of a slog to, to level or just that it's like it costs a lot or I, I'm not totally yes. sure. Um, because so. Yeah, it's okay. Testicle, testicle territory, selling your testicles at this point. Oh, gosh. Quite a lot. So it's something where you I really think that it's a... You have a testicle thing, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> like you just do. People have to have hobbies, darling, you know? Oh, my God. Um, but it's something where I think if they're ever going to do something like uh, personalized housing, they're going to have to take a look at revamping scribing to make it more accessible for people, which I think would be great. And um, some of the furnishing and other things that are in the game from various rewards would be so great then to put into stuff like the Astral Acclaim so that folks could have some extra things to, like, decorate their instance housing with. I'm just saying. Guild Wars 2. Yeah. I mean, how yeah. About even how about items to tempt people into um, PvP? The backpack that you get from PvP is absolutely beautiful. And if more mm, people saw what it looked like, they might even like dare to go in there. So if you could like have the starting backpack for PvP, and if you do the PvP, you can level this up to a legendary gorgeousness thing and a squiggle. That, I think that would be nice. Maybe. I think this, the second time around squiggle. for the vault was a little lower on the excitement scale for me because the first time we had a mount skin and we had a whole new weapon collection that we've good. never seen before a few armor pieces yeah. but the second go around we got a variation of the same weapon set and then we got the completion of armor sets of a few of the armor pieces that were missing from a set that we already knew so everything felt very familiar and not necessarily as unique and we didn't, didn't even we get, get didn't we get the you got an infusion the infusion, infusion. thank you yes this is me gesturing to my face and doing sparkles around it for yes. those who are That's audio a very good sparkle infusion. Infusion. That... and for the infusion that was really our only bigger mm. quote-unquote big ticket item yeah, but infusions... well there was a back piece as well <laughs> But and the it's, crown. even that back piece and crown and the shoulders and the pants, it was it was completing the set that was introduced last yeah. round. Yeah. So it was a lot of the same aesthetics and with the weapon set as well. Um, but with infusions, it's only one per character unless you mm. decouple that. And it's not necessarily a countdown. So this time around, I, I think a few more of those cosmetic items that were that are unique uh, would have made the second Wizard's Vault feel a lot better. And I think that there are so many mounts in game, I don't think they need to make, like, one bespoke mount for the vault. I think if they just tossed in one random mount contract, because there are so many mounts, you just got to unlock, I think it would be at least a little bit more exciting um, so you have something that your account can, like, you know, be new if you don't have all the mounts. I think the, the only reason they haven't done that yet is probably because they 
anticipate a small outcry for the people who purchased it through the gem store already. Sure. Yeah. You know, I mean, but they have a lot of gem store items, or not a lot, but they have a few gem store items even on the wizard's vault. That's true. I I think it brings up a good point, though, that, like, yeah, if they were to put a bunch of stuff that was previously gem store exclusive, that was, like, the exact the exact item, I do think people would feel kind of like, well, why did I buy this then with, like, real money? You know, unless it was, yeah. like, much older or it was something that just been there for, like, a million years or... Yeah, they should put the old like, skins like in there. Net. They should, because yeah. half the time um, they're on sale for so much, like, less than they were originally. Like, you just feel like, now it's just time. Just chuck them in. Just throw them in. The true. A for Blade yeah. stuff, like, way back in Season 1, chuck them in. Even the, even the ones that came with the, the um, digital edition or whatever flipping thing that came. You remember those three sets, Ridiculous kind of look really odd now? Uh, there's one of them you look, look like a Power Ranger. <laughs> it's really random. I think it's the light set. I can't remember what set it's called. Um, you can check them in. Yeah, do it. Like, just do it. Yeah. I don't think anyone would care if it's the old stuff, honestly. Just do it. Like, I some also... toys and stuff and, like, some just fun stuff. I don't know. I wouldn't be upset at all. So, okay, one of the things that ESO does that I love and I hate... I love it because I think it's a great idea, but I hate it because of the time windows that they run these in. Mm. And I think you would get around that with the Wizard Vault and the fact that things phase into that older category, right? But for a lot of their, like, year-long seasonal events, they'll do this thing where there'll be, like, some base version of a mount um, or, like, a mount... Oh, God. Yeah, you know what I'm talking You're about. You're going to make me sad, um, Rookery, if you start talking about this is a good thing. <laughs> well, okay, but hear me out. Hear me out. hear me out. They'll do this thing where, like, to kind of incentivize you as a player to engage with that year's seasonal events, mm. which I think is a good idea in that regard. Like, yes, sure, each year should have something that's a little bit different. The events are still the same, but if you participate in them, you get this, like, currency, and then you can exchange sure. it, and you can get that year's unique they're like recolored special effects little minions or um there's a mount usually they did and the they'll mount kind of for a long time yeah it yeah. was like a they'll deer like... mount like reindeer thing and it was just different colors and like each year they would do like a different effect on it or a yeah. different color on it and the idea is that like as you went through all the different seasonal events, you would um, save up these currencies and then you could mm. buy these pieces of the thing. So you'd get like just the base looking mount and then you'd get these pieces and then you could like infuse the four pieces together to get the like magic springtime buck or like whatever it's it was. And, that's and it was literally like... what it was. <laughs> that's literally yeah, and it what was it was. Like... Yeah. It would upgrade that base one so that you also had a version that had, like, this cool sparkly effect that was unique to that year or whatever. Okay, so, um, and they've done this with different things, too, where, again, like, they had yeah, a kind true. of, like, lizard mount, and they had all these other things. But they did, the I other actually... thing that was good was building a thing through the seasons, which actually they've technically done. There was, a ba there was some backpacks that they had in season three or four, I can't remember, that you would, could upgrade via achievements... In Guild Wars 2, but it was very convoluted. So it wasn't like it wasn't like the ESO thing where it was like really advertised and like join for this event right now. The only problem with ESO is it was really flipping boring. 
<laughs> it was so oh, yeah. oh the, the mad king stuff the mad king backpacks right with the box that was that different... was oh, that was yeah. one of them actually that's yeah. true but like yeah, yeah, yeah. but it wasn't it's not the same like you're talking about the whole year and like you just log in for these mm -hmm. normal events like you know like in guild wars 2 for example we have lunar new year you have halloween you have all of you know the holiday events and you'd get event tickets for those and then you put them as an example like compared to it so right and then you put them towards a glider or whatever over the year that you collect shit for and you'd get like you'd have to like get different pieces of it right and you'd like combine yeah. them and that kind of thing so like mm. all of this to say um i think it could be kind of cool i i always hated it in eso because uh, one of the big problems would be that if you decided to start playing eso again halfway through the year you would have missed half of the year's mm. opportunities to get the things so like then you're going okay well i can't get the thing that's only released this year or like i really want the upgraded version of this mount but like there's only one seasonal event before the end of the year and there's no way feasibly that i can yeah. actually get the currency for it before it's gone forever because Hard like a lot of people didn't come back so like it really Hard sucked but yeah. when it comes to like guild wars 2 and when it comes to things like the astral acclaim and the wizard's vault i actually think that would be kind of fun where it was like hey this year the expansion is secrets of the obscure so if you participate and you uh you know we introduce this piece each month in the uh wizard's vault or whatever you can get them and at the end of it you unlock this special effect on the armor set that we released um this year or you unlock a, a special upgrade of a mount skin where now it has these glowy thingamabobs on it or you unlock a bonus special effect for the weapons i actually think that would be kind of cool and i it, it would save them having to make new assets for every single event but it would still give you a sense of something to accumulate and you could still work towards that even if you missed it when it was like initially in the in the wizard's vault so yeah. i think it'd be cool i just i i agree i think that's an amazing idea i just uh what as it as it was on the on the stream and looking at it really feels kind of sad when you've got everything when you've kind of sold out sold out sold out everything's gray there's nothing to unlock you're not really kind of there's no visual engagement anymore it's just old mother hubbard's <laughs> okay, cupboard yeah, I, is I, there. I, I totally agree with you i'm going to show you right now because i'm in the game it it does look like that that that's the ui it's like sold out sold out and it's like oh i got the things but also oh. it's gone it's all so gone sad. Like, what else is yeah. there left? there's still loads of stuff to get but like i don't need it like i don't want to go for the ascended stuff like this is trending I mean, stuff, maybe but, like, you know maybe yeah, if, 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 you, if you'd spent a certain amount like if you spent a, a, the maximum then you could unlock like a bonus secret item gamify the thing a bit i don't know mm. just some things it'd be it's just either they need to do they just need to change it up a bit because i don't think this is good for player retention i just don't i don't I, think it is i would if, see that's the goal the funny thing is is i kind of disagree and the reason why Ooh. I disagree is because I'm doing this every day. <laughs> I'm not missing <laughs> it at all. And I never really engage in the daily system at all. Like, mm. I barely engage in the achievement system for dailies. I religiously log into Guild Wars 2 and make sure I get the oh. daily, daily done and the weekly. I have missed one weekly since they've released this and maybe two dailies. I don't know why. Wow. I just keep doing it. And I'm like, you know why? Because there's gold there. There's mystic coins there. And that, like the gold is infinite. 
like you can get as many as you want there's like transmutation cells there's, there's there's loads of stuff and i do think people are i think you're right i think there are a lot of people who don't who have i think they probably just think i want more skins and stuff maybe but for me this has mm. been like this has really got me in, back into the game like i've got it back into world v world because of this because there was so many there's just so many different events and stuff to do through the and for like the weekly and stuff and it's easier than pvp just because like pvp is toxic af right now but like <laughs> it's i i don't know i've really enjoyed i think you're i think you're totally right and it's just an opinion thing but like, i think you're totally right about the this like it just looks doesn't look great but like you know i i kind of just ticked it all off as i as i went and for some reason i think mm, i kind of don't mind that too much but i think they should change this you're right like I think to some should... kind of default something else yeah just like yeah. when you've bought everything just replace it with something that says like like it has like a flashy image or something that looks like cool and has a bunch of gold glittering everywhere or whatever and it's like you know like nice yeah, it's like you got you you claimed all the astral acclaim and whatever, and then yeah. it just has a a timer on it or something that says the next wizard vault reset is in blank, um, and then oh. there's like a little message underneath or something yeah. that says like yeah. in the meantime, don't forget the the other rewards you can get below, and then like mm. there's an arrow that points down below, and you can get those because I do agree that when you just see sold out, it really looks like and it creates this passive sense that like cool yeah. well i'm just else. legacy yeah, rewards like, shouldn't be on their own there. tab i just don't think they should be in their own tab either i think when you've started to complete all this stuff they should just filter it in or just not have a legacy rewards tab that's different because then 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 it would just be here when it's empty like even if it was just that mm. like i'd be fine with that i'm nah. uh, even when i first saw it i found i wasn't super impressed with the rewards tab and I think some of the positioning of where items are, I, it feels kind of nonsensical. Like there wasn't like any, mm. they just kind of like threw them all like one by one. And I think the organization could be a little bit better. Um, and I actually think they changed the organization of it um, with the second update, uh, the second cycle of does the Wizard's Vault. Does change where you buy things? It doesn't look like it does. No, they don't, they don't like come up anymore so if something is sold out like it should you just know, go but... to the bottom right like there should be an organized e kind of thing yeah right? i think yeah. a little bit better organization even if these hurt. just went into up here like they like you could just have that yeah like that. a bigger button you know but i also agree that i i find that the actual daily mm. system and the weekly system is in my opinion an, an improvement of the one that we originally had and sometimes my desire to take a break is a bit stronger than my desire to do the dailies so sometimes i won't do it every day or every week i'll miss some things but um i know every time i do log in it's really the first thing i check is i see like what are the dailies what are the weeklies yeah. um I think my only thing with this second round was that I just wish there were a couple more unique visual mm. rewards and items, but I, I, it'll be interesting to see how, because this is only the second update, how they continue yeah. to, mm. you know, refine the system in terms of organization, Show. in terms of the assets. Good point. I just realized what the time was. We should answer some of the questions because we, oh. we went off on yes. one and that's okay. Um, for next, um, also just one question before. Are you talking about when you said about the astral acclaim stuff? Is it that the thing, is it more to do with the skins and the rewards or is it like the actual act of doing it is a bit boring as well? Not really engaging. 
No, no, no. I mean, so for me, uh, it has to be something pretty spectacular because I don't play the game for those extrinsic rewards. I play for intrinsic rewards. I'm there for the story and stuff and exploration because I'm I'm a boomer gamer here. But for but I can see the brain loop, right? (laughs) I am um. I, I so old. So, but yeah, but I, I just, I want it to be more visually pleasing. Uh, I, I don't think that they're tapping into the, into the gameplay loop that they could be in this, but that's it. That's, that's fair. it. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. Let's jump into some questions. Rook has been a legend and has been tracking them because that was definitely yeah. smart. Um, <laughs> that was something I didn't think about doing. Um, but, <laughs> uh, da, 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 let's have a look. Um, yeah, that we could do that one as well. Uh, the first one is very specific. What do you think about Core Hammer Ranger? Is that the first one? We can answer yeah, them. That's the first one. I don't know yeah. if I have any thoughts about that specifically. Anyone... I like it. I have thoughts. Cool. Go for it. I really like Core Hammer Ranger because you can switch the skills that you want. And I think mm-hmm. if every weapon, I know we're getting new weapons. But I, I really wouldn't mind if they also just gave a couple new spells and skills to the existing weapons. Because mm-hmm. they, they're now almost 11 years old. And we've just been using the same skills every single day. So um, I really <laughs> like Core Hammer Ranger for that. Um, because you can customize your build. You can give it a little bit more defense. You can give it a bit more offense. And I like that. Would you like to Anyone know my else? opinion on Core well, Hammer Yes, I mean, yes, you can go please. next. We, we don't need, or do yeah, we need I mean, to ask No, you, permission? right, raise your hand, please. I know we have a lot of people that want to talk about this, so raise your hand and we will call on you. Boots has been collecting now calling things ticket in the number game. four. Ticket number four. Now calling um, ticket number five. <laughs> That's me. I'm ticket number five. <laughs> ticket number five, um, what are your thoughts? <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree with you. I, I'm. <laughs> I really Great. thought that's what you were gonna end. I thought you were gonna be like, yeah. I'm, older, <laughs> I'm really sad that you didn't just end on Amazing. that. That would have been. Thank you, ticket number five. But, but... No, yes, continue. Elaborate. Uh, no, I would. I would not. I don't want to elaborate. I'm pretty. I'm pretty happy with what I said. Elaborate. Elaborate. Well, I have something really important to say. Um, ticket number six is. Are we up to ticket number six? <laughs> no. Uh, we are now on ticket number eight. We had to skip. There was a system <laughs> issue. So we'll have to then reach You're gonna back have to get around once we get to 100. You have, to go um, you have an appointment the at the DMV? Uh, wow. Is... Okay. Um, oh, well, oh you had an appointment? Another... I took another ticket, and it says I am now number 68. So is that... Can I... Ooh, no, sorry. 69 would have been the one that we got into. <laughs> Okay, okay. But I think we can squeeze you in. Get, you no, don't call, me me in? No, no, no. don't call the police. I think we can squeeze you in. Okay, okay. I'm going to put don't my phone down and I won't police. call the police then. People call the police about cute. I'm going to make them come here and arrest you so that I can go ahead and voice my opinions that I have that okay, are very strong. Fine. I'm just about trying to survive my lunch Ranger break. Hammer, okay? Are you ready to receive what I have to say to you? Sure, go. I agree with you. <laughs> Excellent. Thank I'm you, sorry. ticket number 68. I have a caveat, though. Is that? Oh, I'm not a big uh, I'm not a big ranger player. So, oh, okay, okay, yeah, um. yeah. I I think you know for me it's just like you know, kind of what Crew said really. I mean I just don't really play it much. 
when I, I'm the spokesperson for the Ghoster community. I said what everyone thought. <laughs> <laughs> wow, well my proud, mind, well my mind. Do you have any thoughts, Krisha? Krisha, do you have any thoughts? No, for a second, nice. I I legitimately thought you had just forgotten Fornax's name uh, yeah. Yeah. and were just like <laughs> calling her something that was like not at all correct. And then I remembered that your cat it, it lives with you. So yeah, he does. Yeah, Fornax also. I have no, have I have fun? no opinion. I have no. What? I like playing healers, so I don't know, man. It's okay. <laughs> I don't I, know, man. I like hammers. Majolni is the best hammer discuss in the comments if you if you disagree you are just wrong but that's it <laughs> carry on is that how you pronounce it this is all mjolnir is it could be could be Mjolnir to me it's okay we all we all want to pronounce things it's fine well i think i think we answered that one next one thank you bong mio um bong mio good question uh, Poppin asked, mm. hi, my question is, by the way, it is still bothering to this day, uh, about oh, Unet no. allowing new and returning players... No, sorry, wait, there was a question before that. It was Ruga. They said, is the Chazooka large Pardon, enough... we'll get back to you in just a second. Ticket number we two, Rootworm. <laughs> is the Chazooka <laughs> large enough to fire entire Tyrian potatoes? Oh, that's a good question. I yes, don't know what the size is. of an Aetherian potato I think is. it's actually a little bit too big. It depends yeah. on what your race is, though. Yeah. Uh, if you're in a Sura, I think it's the right size. But anything bigger than that, I think the gun itself is too big for Tyrion to potatoes. Yeah. I think. I, I mean, think unless you, yeah. they're like super Asura experiment potatoes that have been Whoa. like really juiced up. It could be like, you know? GMO. like you just you just throw in like you know like an old school musket or something you just push in a load of stuff and just you know throw in a load of potatoes and it just randomly fire them out at whatever mm. range i mean you could okay yeah but i feel like that. it wouldn't have the same power because it's not Probably like packed not. tight you know well it's you just pack like... those potatoes really tight tight like a tiger the, in the tube yeah it, the I mean, like you get the benefit of a like a shotgun <laughs> spray like a sawed off shotgun but with potatoes yeah, yeah. not wooden yeah. ones though i mean <laughs> you need Final Fantasy fourteen potatoes because they've got a lot of junk in their trunk That's to get really them mad. Rude, um, oh my god! <laughs> yeah. That's really confirmed. Rude. Yeah. I will, how dare you talk dumbies? about my favorite race in Final Fantasy fourteen yeah, in, it, in such a way? But it's okay. But it's okay because they're all evil. There's like two Asura. <laughs> they're like evil. evil. And they're, both, they're the cutest. Yeah, there's two of them. What are we talking That's about? Also evil. Also evil. Oh. Commonly referred to by the Final Fantasy XIV community as Popatos, which is the Eorzean version of potato. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. Yes. Trial the is one of them. Answer she the is. Question. She's not evil. Yes. So generally, she do we think a Charzuka is too large for a potato? Um, no, I think it's just the right size. Just the right size? Yeah. 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 It's like, I think if good things like come in big the environment, packages. you're doing it wrong. Thank you, Griff. I think the Ooh. one issue with the Charizuka, though, sometimes uh, is that you could say, you could argue that it is too large, is sometimes it clips with the floor. I was literally going to say, I was literally oh, thinking man. that. I, li I knew you were going to say that. I don't know why. Yeah. But I just knew you Like were. when you're when you're just holding it like this. It's annoying, it isn't it? Like it's like, so long and big that it clips right, down it inside the floor. It just looks like the half of it is in the floor. <laughs> it just, yeah. like, I totally but, agree. I mean, if, you, if you're not tripping over it, are you doing it right? That's the question. Wow. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. My bazooka is huge and long, and I trip over it all the time. But it is worth it. You know what I mean? Just carry that kind of power with you at all times. Next question um, from Poppin. Uh, hi, my question <laughs> is about Arena Net allowing new and returning players to start slash play latest story chapter. For example, they should not have allowed people to play End of Dragons first and ruin nine years of story. And it's moment for new players. They must follow Final Fantasy fourteen rather than ESO. What do you think? So I'll I will short I will kind of regurgitate that question in a way. Uh, Guild Wars two, you were able reformat. to reformat. Okay, okay. You were able to. So in Final Fantasy reformat. fourteen, you have to just play the story through, beginning to end, yeah. right? Um, you can buy you can buy story skips that will allow you yeah. to skip. But you have to pay real money, and it's kind of expensive because you can skip either the story or you can skip your levels or you can skip both, really? and you have to buy both of them. And it costs about 50 USD total to like skip ahead to well, like the... So when, you buy, when you buy Final Fantasy fourteen and you want to play the newest expansion, you have to buy all the other expansions in order to play it? You have to have... Yes. You have to own yeah. everything up to that point to play it. And you also cannot just skip to the latest expansion unless you then spend mm -hmm. additional money to buy story and level skips. Yeah. So yeah, um, it's a lot. It's a long process. It's a lot to do. And only the bravest of us will brave the storm. Yeah, I'm not brave enough. <laughs> I thought that was <laughs> only for, professional, but for jobs, though. Is that, am I thinking wrong? That's, I thought that was just for jobs. Is no, it for like the main storyline? Yeah. Holy shit, bull. Wait, y'all didn't know this? Y'all been playing Final Fantasy XIV mm, for so long? I've been having to go I through know. this. <laughs> that's, uh, that's kind of rough. So, I, I'm going to go ahead and say yeah. that this discussion is already showing you that I think that's a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah. I think that, yeah, that's not... I think it depends, right? Because I think what Parpin is saying, that they it feels like you underplay the story and the f content mm. of the game. I think ultimately, in the world we live in, choice is good. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah. like, if you have the choice to do it, I mean, people have the choice to. I think, you know, it's worth thinking about why do we not like it as players when it doesn't really affect us specifically is probably the question to ask there. Um, because I think El Elder Scrolls Online does it the best, funnily enough, because you literally start the game uh, now in a room which you retake so that you can portal to whatever story you want as long as you have the expansion because they treat every expansion as a chapter rather than an addition of power to the game so it's all about choosing your story because each story is really packed into those maps it's very region specific um and End i of think Dragons another reason it doesn't work for guild wars 2 it is does. because a compliment. but i think the i think the reason it wouldn't work for guild wars 2 also is because of the way they monetize the game right like they made it mm. so that if you missed parts of the story you had to pay for it so they, they made it so that you it's okay if you miss parts of the story at which point it's kind of weird to punish people now for missing parts of the yeah. story yeah i mean i agree i I think choice being key is really important mm -hmm. because um, as somebody who plays both games, and I mean, many of us here play both um, or have varying experience with other MMOs and, and Guild Wars 2, right? And with 14 in particular, there's a real sense in the community, which like, I get, like, and I know Fornax feels this too, because Fornax and I are both story players, we're lore lovers, like, 
all that story content we eat up. So for me, as as a player of 14, can I personally say, like, if somebody says, Rook, I just want your personal opinion. So should I skip the story or not? I'm going to always say, from my perspective, no. Hell's no. Like, I'm going to say, <laughs> play the story like one of the most unique and powerful things about 14 is the story and it's years and years and it will take you a while but you are going to have an incredible experience narratively in the game that mm. otherwise you would not have and there's going to be more of a context like and in many other mmos you're not going to get this quality of story and i'd be like you know trust in knowing that they really conscientiously build it and that they really craft it and that it's not like many other games or many other mmos where the stuff that you invested time in in the first the core game is just going to be garbage tossed to the wayside that's never going to be referenced or never lead to something again right so of course i'm always like you should play it and i really think that if you haven't played the story in 14 then you have missed out on a huge part of what even makes it unique as an mmo and memorable as an mmo but here's the other side of that in 14 i think there is a real sense in some parts of the community that you have not actually enjoyed the game if you haven't played the story and had this story revolution in your heart that like everybody else has had and sometimes that is really oppressive to players especially to players who really struggle with the story for whatever reason be it adhd be it dyslexia be it like there's a ton of text and you can't format it and it's really dense be it that they just genuinely don't care about story they just don't they don't care about it they just want to play content they want to enjoy content and then there's this kind of like pervasive pressure put on them that if they are a story skipper, which is like a negative term in the community, that they, you know, don't care about the game in the same way that other people do. And so I think we have to always be careful because like from my personal standpoint, I'll always be like, yeah, I think you should play the whole story. And the same goes for Guild Wars 2 because mm. it is a linear narrative. It is linear. It's not like ESO, where each of the expansions is its own modular story. It is one throughput narrative. And so I'm like, yes, you should play it because you're going to get more emotionally. You're going to get more from the connections, the characters. You're going to just get more content as well from the time you spent in the story. But um, I, I don't think that people should be forced to do that. And everybody has to find their own way into loving a game. And for some folks, that's going to be the story right off the bat. And for mm -hmm. some folks, it's going to be jumping to whatever the newest expansion is, getting interested in seeing what people love about the game, and then maybe five years later, actually playing through the story and going, oh, that was good. <laughs> like, yeah, I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You know? I think also with, with Guild Wars 2, like new players might be finally getting to the game because their their friend convinced them finally after all this oh there's this new expansion coming out you can join the game mm -hmm. we can all play together and so you want to play that content with people and you want to play it with your friend you don't have to force your friend to play the story <laughs> until they could actually play with you i guess uh, there's a lot of reasons why you wouldn't force somebody to do that. Choices, choices important. I think, yeah, I, I just, I just, I just, I think Parkland is might be worth thinking about what your kind of concern is. Is it that maybe, maybe it's like you feel bad, like you deserve? I don't know. Like, I mean, I don't think it's going to ruin anything. At the end of the day, like Rook said, like we all have different ideas of what we want to achieve in games. Some people just want to max level and raid. 
a worldly world yeah. they don't want to do all the story in the way and actually they just may not be engaging with it i think if you the more choice you add the more likely people are going to engage with your products i think you know final fantasy 14 is also renowned for its story so that carries a lot of the game um so that, that's, that's said, what having the opinion that said having the opinion that it, it does ruin a story for someone if they skip right to the end and don't play the whole thing that's also valid, totally and valid you, yeah. but just don't don't shame people for doing that i'd say yeah yeah, yeah. it <laughs> doesn't also, matter yeah I, I think that the narrative structures of final fantasy 14 and Guild Wars 2 are vastly different from one another mm. so i i think if you skipped the end of 14 it would do much more of a disservice to 14 story than if you skipped the end of guild wars 2 I don't think it'd be as much of a disservice, especially like End of Dragons, because I think they really tried to catch everyone up to speed, regardless of if you played the story or not. Um, even then, you'll still miss a couple things. But if someone wants mm. to play the story they're and they love narrative and story and that world-building element, they will approach a game with that mindset and will probably, most likely, start from the beginning and maybe skip around if they, you know, have watched some YouTube videos and they want to get to something that is a bit more modern and a bit more higher quality. But yeah, I agree. Choice is probably the best in this scenario. Yeah. Someone who's currently playing through Final Fantasy XIV. There's, there's some, there's some of... painful moments. <laughs> Outside of games, I know a lot of people uh, who, you know, rather than watch an entire season of television, will just like catch mm. up by reading the synopsis online and then mm. catch up to the newest episodes or whatever. I'm not going to shame them for not watching, you know, uh, five seasons of Supernatural and just going straight to season six for I mean, whatever reason. I don't know why somebody would you do should. that. I don't know why somebody would do that. Why but... <laughs> They're all good. Take that back right now. It's not one bad yeah. season. Mm. It doesn't matter how corny it gets. I liked it. Yeah, I think it just, honestly, I think that having more options makes it more versatile and that no matter what, we can't control how anybody, how anybody engages with something. You know what I mean? Mm. I <laughs> I made one of my very dear friends watch all three of the extended cuts of Lord of the Rings. She sat through all three of them. Thank you. I mean, they're amazing. They're incredible. And they're phenomenal. It's an unparalleled cinematic experience. I agree with you. She sat through all of them. She watched all of them. She hated them. <laughs> she, she hated them. She thought it was the worst thing she'd ever seen. I we're still friends. I know it's confusing, Eesh, but why? Uh, <laughs> why are you friends? <laughs> I, mean, I love her. I love her for many other reasons. Let's, no, we're not going to um, shame them. It's fine. I love her for many other reasons. She's brilliant. She's wonderful. She's incredible. But one of the biggest marks against her character is that she hates Lord of the Rings and she hates all three of the extended cuts. But she watched all three of them and she did not love them anymore for having watched them. Wow. I wonder I if it's she specifically the cuts were so long. I, I love this idea no. that like she loves Lord of the Rings, but the extended cuts no, 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 no. She, she hates. <laughs> no, no, no. She doesn't like Lord of the Rings. Period. Like, and she didn't like the extended cuts. She loves fantasy. I also what? find it very confusing. I know. Trust me. I know. I can kind of. I can kind of see that though. Who, I, I, you, know. you are fired. 100%. No, 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 no. No, I love Lord of the Rings because it was one of the first. One hundred and ten percent. It was one gone. of the first things that my parents showed me as a three or four year old. Proof is fired. But, but <laughs> I can under. I can kind of understand it. You know. 
I have, I have sympathy. I have empathy. I know. It's just that, Other. like, it's not her genre. I know. Trust me. <laughs> trust me. It took me years to come to terms with this, okay? It was a big point of contention for many years. I teased her about it mercilessly. Um, she also could not distinguish that Boromir and Faramir were two different characters, and she kept being like, the whole story <laughs> doesn't make any sense, and the author didn't know what he was doing. Because like, why these did they recast got... him? Yeah, I know. Like, she was like, she was like, he's in two different places at once, and I'm like, he's two different characters, Vicky. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, we know their name now. Wow, this is really triggering some of you. I've told this story many times, and we laugh about it a lot now. But here, the the, mm. the moral of this, the story of this, it's not the genre of fantasy that she likes. Um, that kind of high fantasy, that slightly more archaic, that very traditional fantasy is not something that she really loves. And it didn't matter that we sat through all of it. She still didn't love it. Even though every we can sit here and be like, there's no reason you shouldn't have loved it. So I think it's the same thing with like games and with story and games. Um, you can make somebody play through all of the story of Guild Wars 2, but it doesn't mean that they're going to have this like revelation that they loved it. Some yeah. will, but other people will be like, I hated every second of that. And in fact, I disliked the game more because of it. That's a good so point. Yeah. It's, it's kind of one of those things where like, I think having the options financially provide people more flexibility so that they can you know pick up what they can when they can so they mm. can buy what they what they'd like or what's on sale i think it also just gives them more freedom of choice to engage mm. with the game and then over time explore other aspects of it that they like whether that's story mm. or that's pvp or that's you know rating or whatever kind of content makes up a game so for me i think that like while I am a story lover and I don't understand why people don't enjoy the story and I don't understand why my best friend Vicky didn't like Lord of the Rings, I also just have to respect that, you know, I have to respect that, like, people are going to engage differently. And even if you make them sit through something, if they don't like it, they don't like it, you know? Also to a degree, like, in, in after 10 or 11 years, do you want someone's first experience to be the core story of Guild Wars 2 necessarily no. as well? I probably not. Like, no. so given the choice, at least they know, as... like, the core story, like, they know what they're getting themselves into and they have an expectation. And as you go further, there's different mechanics. There's different ways they're telling the story. There's different... Whether or not it's better or not, you know, it's all opinion. Um, you know, I really like the core story, for example. I just, I still really enjoy it. It's, it might just be because it was nostalgia. I don't nostalgia. know. Nostalgia. Um, yeah. Probably. As but someone like, who you know. has recently gotten their good close friend, childhood friend, into Guild Wars 2, or at least trying to, um, story is a big um, d discussion when it comes to new players because for him, he was like, when do I get to do the story? Because you have to wait yeah. 10 levels. He, and he, getting even to level 10 and having that, and then to level 20, it's such small bites that he's like, what am I doing out in the open world? Like, there's no connection to the world that you're playing in sometimes with Guild Wars 2. Um, yeah. Which, for those of us who played earlier on, we had that, you know, um, I think benefit where the story chapters were fairly strung together well and there weren't like 10 level uh, separations. Um, yeah. So yeah, the topic of story is a multifaceted one with many layers, and it's like the quality, the timing, the options that you get for story. Um, it, it's just, you know, it's just the way the cards have been dealt over the years with Guild Wars 2. I think we're going to push on to the next mm -hmm. one. Um, Can I say something? Because I have a different opinion than all of you. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I, ha I have a completely different oh, take. Okay. Oh, okay. 
Take mushrooms. So, first of all, first of all, I, I I agree with I basically agree with all of you. I Wait, don't want to yuck anybody's yuck. No, so but it, I kind of it, it's it's made me think about something stuff. else. It, it, sorry, it's sorry, it's made me think about something else. Sorry. Um, and, um So we hear a lot about the, the the development team banging on that we cannot have another playable race because of the story. But if they do not, if they give so little Fs for the story that they allow you to skip as much of it as you want, then let us have a new playable race. Stop <laughs> using the story as an excuse. So Just let us have a new playable race. I thought, like, That's the, my thought on big, it. The big uh, point, I think, was usually armor. But in the community, people often would talk about story. And I never listen to those people, so. <laughs> I mean, I was, Codens, I never, never like, well, Codens is basically Norns. Like, they could give us Codens. It's just the face and the head. Yeah. I don't just have to change, yeah. maybe. I don't know. Just I don't mean, give them a helmet. <laughs> if that's thing about the rigging, I think new races would be absolutely a great thing to add to goers, too. Yes, and like they have a perfect point for it no matter what now, right? Like yeah. Secrets of the Obscure, you could literally just have like a character start there and like if you were a new playable we race or whatever. Exactly. We did. We talked about it with the um dwarfs. with the release and because everything. Because I was like I need dwarfs and this is why. And yeah. this is yeah. where you can put them yeah. in. <laughs> so, <laughs> Do well, it. I agree. I I think there's no there's no excuse <laughs> other than just saying like we don't have the time or resources for it or it would be very difficult and our team mm -hmm. is small and we want to continue on focusing content. That's fine. Yeah. That's totally valid. Yep. Which is also okay. Yeah. But yeah, the story's not an excuse for it, I wouldn't say. No, not anymore. Yeah. We're gonna continue. Uh Gengar is trolling, um, but this with this question, because they obviously play and have been here many times, and probably in also your chats, and ask this game good question mark i will no. give you one resounding answer from me yes it is <laughs> <laughs> next one uh, next person any feedback uh, any extra yes or no's are we going for five yeses maybe or... maybe from proof it's very middle of the road because it's like some people might like it some people might not you just no, gotta play it's your it. opinion oh they're asking you a question <laughs> Oh yeah, this, no. this game like good. Yes, well, they're good. not. They're saying, "Is it good?" They didn't ask, "Do I like it?" Well, it's this game good. Mm. Is it, in your opinion, good? This is not an they existential question well, about lifelong well, like, love. Is it good or is it evil? Is it, oh. is it morally good or is it morally evil? Oh, yeah. that, that, that is, is a, a good question, mm. and we could have opened it up yeah. to the nine, like you know. Well, there oh, are loot boxes, so you know, a little evil, but you know, cap. Everyone's got to earn their coins somehow. So, yeah, but the, listen, the loot boxes can be purchased in-game currency, and there are now redundancies to acquire many of the items from those boxes. So, I think that swings us back towards neutral morality. Um, so once again, yeah, it's subjective. You know, it's a neutral in general because I feel like a lot of games try to get you addicted to them, and then that that I think is kind of evil. That's evil, uh, even if it is fun. Um, this one has a good amount. Fun. This one has a good amount of systems in place to to like not exploit you as much as other games of the same mm -hmm. genre. So I, I feel like then it, it's neutral. It's neutral. I'm just imagining a Venn diagram now that's just like games, good, evil, fun, and then there's like overlaps where it's like evil, fun, good, fun. I think, oh, no, I think fun, at the end evil. of the day, then I'm you're just, just judging that... game studios, aren't you? <laughs> the and game, then yeah. just like, how I'm many are on the, the game, game studio being good or evil? And I think, I think, 
Yeah. No, I think that um, I think both the game is good and the the game is morally good. Um, yes. I mean, <laughs> it's one of the lowest cost games, no subscription. Mm -hmm. um, it is like they are constantly doing things that are very aware of the player base. They raise an astronomical amount of money for charity oh, that's every true. year. But that's that's um, the studio more than the game itself, right? But is yeah. the game not well? I guess you could argue. You I could argue. About morals, yeah. so. I would say I would say objectively, the the devs at the studio are good. <laughs> yeah. Um, Clip it. The... Shoot it. Tell we'll, we'll put that in a. We'll put that in our Discord conversation with the devs. We're like, boots <laughs> yeah, like good the people. Studio are good. <laughs> you know, the studio existing you itself said that is your like forms, uh, chaotic. When good. you went on the stage with them, you should have said that. You should have said, yeah. like, first thing you should have said, uh, Boots, what do you think about the game? Well, I think they're morally good people. <laughs> <laughs> they're a good studio. Thanks, well, Boots. I mean, <laughs> they're, they're kind of tied together, right? And we've seen a lot yeah. of this in MMOs, the idea of, like, or in any games recently, but how do you separate what creates the game that you love and the game itself? morally this is a much bigger question that is not the meme question that was asked here oh god <laughs> i i personally feel like guild wars 2 overall is good and and the like the systems in it are interesting engaging and non-abusive of players as well as the fact that the company that makes it has like done nothing but continually improve and strive and and you know just be full of wonderful people and do good um, so all that's good. All this to say, though, in a more serious, like, is the game good? How about Guild Wars 2? I mean, just like Groove said, it's going to depend on who you are, what game is good to you. Things that I think that Guild Wars 2 excels at, I think that it has an amazing open world. Um, I think that it has really engaging and interesting content within that. It has large scale open world content, which is something that many MMOs don't have, or that just like gets real stale or really boring or really simplistic in many other MMOs. And Guild Wars 2's world only continues to add layers. I think that it has really dynamic active combat. I think that shines in things like PvP and World vs. World, although there are greater discussions to be had about some of the systems and surrounding things about that. Um, the moderation of it in game um, but because it's so quick and so adaptive um, it leads to really engaging combat as well as being able to do um, unique builds to be able to customize your play style in a way that really speaks to you and um, that I think offers a lot of flexibility and customization within the game space I do think it has a fun story a very interesting rich world um, and I think that uh, maybe the one area where it kind of struggles a little bit is some of its instanced PvE content um, and the consistency with that, although we have a lot of stuff they've been introducing and things they've been experimenting with, um, and it's uh, a lot of fun. I think that the threshold to entry in Guild Wars 2 isn't as intense as it is in some other games for Endgame, um, and that makes it more accessible and more flexible for players to get into as well. Um, it's a great game that just lets you play in a way that works for you. And uh, if those are all things that people find good in a game, you will probably find Guild Wars 2 to be good. Um, but as with anything, the, good is subjective. <laughs> mm. 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 Can, we, yes. can we move on to the next question? <laughs> I think so. I think that was a, I think that a very succinct, poignant answer. I think that is a podcast will... right there, and several, all of yeah. them, actually. I think that's all the episodes last, of uh, The Lightbringers. Um, Game Girl, I think your troll question <laughs> probably got the most long response that you're going to get uh, from the entire thing. Excellent. I... Roundup. 
Can I just say, suck it and see? Just suck it and see. Get in there. Is that, is that a it's, you, it, was yeah. an advert. it was an ad in suck the UK for a um, sucky sweet for no for a cough sweet. Cough sweet. Yeah. It was. It was suck it and see, and then it got a bit rude, <laughs> <laughs> and then it got turned into. They a knew what they were doing with that shows. one. There's no way. There's no, they no didn't. way. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. No, they there didn't. was no this way is in the hell. 80s. There was, there was <laughs> in that marketing no. team. They knew the what they were doing. It was... They said later that they didn't know what they were doing, so they hopefully didn't lose their job. That's but they brilliant. Knew what they were doing. That's brilliant. They did. That's great marketing. It's, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, there's a lot of English yeah. things like Fain that. Feign ignorance. <laughs> just be like, I didn't know. Ooh. From the country that gave you spotted dick. <laughs> and just yeah. And yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, the eighties were raunchy, but they were a bit more obvious because you know new romantics yeah. exists existed, so they were just like out there, just being them. It yeah. was very blatant. The eighties was just blatant. Mm -hmm. It was nothing hidden. Yeah. It was punk. You know, everyone was loud and proud about all the things they enjoyed and didn't enjoy. Um, mm -hmm. was, I love it. Was a, it was a good time and it was a scary time, <laughs> as far as I remember, which is you know not much of it. Um, Okay, next one. Hi, my question is from Dylan Monster. Uh, given WoW sort of copied the Sky Scale, what would you want Guild Wars 2 to copy from other MMOs? Mm. That's a really the big question. <laughs> That's a really long That's question. Um, one thing. I think if everyone has one thing they've they've got that they can think of, maybe like go of that. But like honestly, I think they just the thing I like about Guild Wars Two is that they don't really copy anyone else, not so blatantly. Um, I think they do things their own way a lot of the time. I think the Astral Acclaim thing is a good example of that, as well as mounts is the best example of that. Right? They never wanted to put mounts in the game. They did, and they smashed every single game's hopes and dreams of being anything even close to what a mount is like in Guild Wars 2. I'm sorry, there is just no game like it or close at all. Even the dragons in Dragonflight aren't that great. Like, they're okay, like, but they're nothing like the mounts in Guild Wars 2. The combat is nothing Damn. like Guild Wars 2. The, just the general experience of Guild Wars 2, there is no MMORPG like it. There just isn't. Just keep they need to just keep doing their own thing. They've 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 just got it. They've got it in the bag. They got the they got the thing. Maybe end game a little bit and from some other games. Maybe there's some stuff there, but I don't know. Just mm. yeah, I think the end game is really the only thing that I could think of where I'd be like maybe yeah. more maybe raids again. That, yeah. that's probably it. Because they they've got the best They've got the best map engagement system out of any MMORPG. There is no MMORPG where you visit a map to do a world, to do a region event like in Guild Wars 2. There is not really any games like that. Wow, Final Fantasy XIV, as far as I know, I haven't played the latest stuff, but like Final Fantasy XIV isn't known for its maps, is it? I mean, it's not something that people normally talk about. I guess early game, but like I don't like not really at all. But I don't again. I don't know the latest stuff. Even like just jumping into WoW and looking at some of that stuff, they're okay. But I'm like, wow, Guild Wars Two is so much more fun map wise. When <laughs> you I heard that launched, here first, dude. 
Like what? All you other MMOs, you look ugly. They do. They just <laughs> ugly. In, in map, like if you go and play Elder Scrolls Online, for example, they tried to do a map zone event, and it was it was just nothing in comparison. They just got it's these two, two dragons in two fixed areas that come down every so often, and it's. We're talking about Dragon crap. Storm. In the ESO. No, no I'm just keep switching much. between different ones. Um, but like, Ooh. but like, it's just it does so much of its own stuff. Yeah, like the vertical maps in Heart of Thorns, like they tried that. Years later, we kind of really kind of enjoy it as well. But like, you know, it's good times. I mean, Dragonstorm isn't a map; it's an instance, right? So it's a bit different. Mm. But like, you know, Drizzlewood Coast is like a wicked one, and one that probably is is so good. Like, even mm. the latest one in the latest map, I really actually enjoy that. It's not even that long, but it's kind of fun. Good rewards. I'm going to jump in oh. for the low-hanging fruit, the easiest one, because that's that's where my brain's at today. Yeah. Housing. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, that. Um, Add that. No, that's pretty <laughs> that is actually I mean, good. That is a good point. Honest, well, no, no. Like, <laughs> honestly, Jeb, the first thing that came to mind for me was more instance PvE content like when when you were talking mm. about that and i was just like and it's silly because like that's literally just a content type it's not even like you know yeah. what's some new little feature from an mmo that i'd love to have introduced mm. um it's literally just like i'd like it if we had more fractals i'd like it like real fractals that are like a full-on dungeon i'd like it if we had raids released more regularly i'd like it if we just had more instanced pve content that was released you know in large volumes but then immediately after that i was just like housing <laughs> because we that i would love true. if we had um individual housing in guild wars 2 the guild halls are super cool and we already have a decorating system we already have like it's all in there so uh yeah i would personally just like to have uh like an individual house i think ESO does housing the best out of any of the games that I play where mm. you there's all these different houses on different maps and they range in size from like a little cottage to a huge mansion that has like sprawling gardens and fountains and sometimes entire like ancient pools and all kinds of stuff and the houses have all sorts of different floors and themes and you can have as many houses as you want and you can decorate all of them extensively and with a lot of freedom but the one big thing with eso is that they also just make it the most arduous ever for you to get all the furnishing and things that you want for it and you end up paying a ton of real money sometimes for the houses as well um yeah. which is not great and uh like there are ones that you can get in game but again it just takes so long to get them yourself and and you know craft or buy all the furnishings for them and i think that guild wars 2 could totally do something that was still just as fun and just as interesting and offered some diversity of housing choice but i have the faith that guild wars 2 would not like egregiously squeeze us for cash in regards to housing mm -hmm. um so i would love to see them actually introduce that and like us to be able to kind of have that and work towards that as players I think it'd be really cool yeah. Star Wars the Old Republic has a fantastic housing system where you can have basically a house in every major city and decorate it to your heart's content. No, I never actually so, engaged in that system. Interesting. Yeah, it's, it's really good. I didn't even know it existed, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Oh, it was like Wild Stars yeah. was really good as well, right? Wild Stars was Wild pretty Star good. Was you just got a big yeah. area and you could just plant stuff wherever you wanted. That was really cool. 
can I quickly say what I want? I just oh, want sure. I want Story Dungeons back, please. Like we had in, in, in vanilla. Yeah. I I, I would yeah. instead of having these instanced content that we have like these dragon response missions just make them an actual dungeon with the dungeon mechanics mm. and then i think people would be quite happy and you know allow us to use the the additional um soft trinity that you've created in order to enjoy some group play when people can have roles and fulfill those roles and you know a looking for group system that auto matches when people assign themselves as tank support dps Thank you. I think that's why I don't <laughs> yeah. like fractals that much, honestly. I think that's why I just don't enjoy them because they, there is no role. You just kind of everyone that gives themselves a role, like quick, quickness and lacry and everything else, right? Like ideally, you don't really need it. But so, so I really miss that kind of. I do miss that. Maybe that's why I don't engage in fractals that much. But for some reason, when dungeons came out, I don't think anyone knew that toughness was the reason that people. That you would get aggro, so it was like, oh, it's going on to them. Why is that? And then everyone worked it out. Um, I don't think they ever told us. Oh, maybe they, maybe they did in one of those really long dungeon videos that they were, did before launch. But then the whole dungeon team got canned, which was unfortunate. Oh. <laughs> before launch, um, was it before launch or just after? I can't remember. Um, but yeah, good. Okay. Yeah, I love I love the dungeon so much. Also, please, if you're a game maker, form a massive union, like a like a like mm. a, a an industry spanning union, and and just you know stick together. Yeah, absolutely. It's something that hopefully will be in many people's futures. Criff or boots? Mm. You got anything else I, you want to add? I would, if I had to add one thing, I would. Uh, have made Guild Wars 2 more of a true open world rather than um, a whole bunch of instances. Mm. I think that would have been really cool to see where like the entire area of Tyria and the entire Shiver Peaks were just huge chunks of map rather than all kind of separated into smaller ones. Yeah, completely valid. Amazing. Oh. True. True, true. Boots is boots. Um, things from other MMOs I like to see. Uh, maybe maybe open world duels or open world PvP maps. Oh, Ooh, I didn't even think about that. That's fine. Um, or I mean, technically do have it in the game, but it's not visible enough in a lot of cases. Is traditional questing? Oh my um, gosh! Yes, yes. Mm, yeah. This could be a dangerous topic to go down if we keep. Thinking about all the things Take we need. Take my money. Take <laughs> my money. I was just talking about things we'd like. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But, but I mean, I, in a way, you could say that the Guild Wars 2 instant story is kind of like traditional questing because it gets you outside of the instances every once in a while and you have to go do little things and go back and so forth. So I guess it kind of exists. But that's like the mainline story, right? So it's not the same thing. No, we've talked mm -hmm. about it, right? Like, it's kind of all locked behind the achievements, turning the achievements into, like, the quests, specific Yeah, yeah, quests, yeah. So right? you have those main... Yeah. You have those traditional questing things which have those little crowns above people's heads, too. But, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's a little bit difficult to mm -hmm. realize that they exist or that they're mm -hmm. important. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Let's go I thought of one, one really fast. Go. Really fast. Go, go, go. 
Um, uh, I do love traditional questing. Yes, I agree. I would love that. But uh, I also thought of the ability to save uh, glamour plates. So I say glamour plates. That's 14. But uh, um, your, like, outfits. Oh, your, yeah. Your aesthetic design so that you could have that on different Ugh. plates with, like, the dyes and stuff on I it. I agree. That would be um, so good. That would be so nice. Uh, I would love mm. that. That would be, that'd be great. That makes sense. The system's already there as well, as b because we have the plates where we can save our different armor sets. So if they just had one yeah. of that for aesthetics, there you go. Justice bags, yeah. Because yeah. I want to. I want to have feature the feature for the expansion, guys. Mm -hmm. <laughs> wardrobe tabs. I wouldn't like that. Yeah, as like wardrobe yeah. tabs. That kind of just need to put that in, uh, <laughs> like they did with all the other systems, like the wardrobe system originally that they put into the game because it wasn't even exist, didn't even exist. However. Every other MMO needs to take up how Guild Wars does fashion, where you collect them all as as a mm. as an account wide thing, and you can just use them so you can collect every skin in the game. So that that please for everyone. So I, I don't I can free my bags and not have to deal with the weird armoire thing that I can never get to work properly and never find anything. And sorry, that's a fourteen thing, but yeah. <laughs> Fair. Sounds good. Yeah. Um okay. Are we all right? No more questions, I think, because <laughs> we're not going to get through these. Um, okay. Uh, Etrimus says, "What class slash race would you recommend for a new player?" Let's not go too. Let's not delve too far into this. But what would you all recommend um, class-wise? I think race doesn't. Yeah, I think that's just your own. <laughs> like, there's no. You don't get any extra power from anything. The only thing that's unique is really the skills that you do to these yeah. skills, and they're not power specific. They're not going to make you any better. Um, it's just a look preference. As long as you don't thing. pick a Sura, you're good. Shush, you. Shush. What? You, saying? I'm still saying you're fired. Uh, okay. I still haven't received the documents or the reason for termination. So, you're going to uh, not rightfully fire me? I'm going to collect unemployment. Um, you got I would employed. say that <laughs> I'm gonna be employed to be fired. Are you getting paid for this? God oh. damn! Um, oh, shots fired. Um, I would say that if you, it depends what the content you want to do. So, if you're wanting to engage with a lot of jumping puzzles, if you play a very large character, you're going to run into issues of clipping with weirdness with the camera. So, Norns and Char have problems in jumping puzzles for camera issues. Um, if you're wanting to do um, PvP, you might want to consider making the most tiniest little character that you possibly can so that you're harder to spot on the map. Genuinely, I mean, it's a thing. Um, but beyond that, it's aesthetics. And uh, at the beginning of the game, um, there were racial skills that were quite interesting, but they never really made those anything. So it, that, it's just a pure aesthetic choice. <laughs> and yeah, if you want to be prom proof, play um, a, a Necromancer be, because what, you sorry? have two life goals. Bomb proof. Bomb proof. Oh, if, if you okay. want to be robust. I was like, I thought you said some fancy oh, word. I didn't know. I was saying bomb proof. No. <laughs> I was like, what? Do <laughs> you want to be pamplemousse? Sounds very French. I was like, Boots, can you come in here and give us a little meaning for this word? <laughs> if you want to be bomb proof. Oh, yes, it does. <laughs> okay. If you want to be a grapefruit, play a necromancer. And um, I think guardians as, as well. They have a lot of utility skills mm. and they have a heavy armor. So that, yeah. Those two are quite good. And of course, there's a ranger where you can send your pet in to, for your pet to get beaten the crap out of. Use a bear. Use a bear. That's it. <laughs> yep, I agree. I mean, Use a what now? 
Um, none of the races really matter. Uh, if you care about story and you want a race that has a unique and interesting tie to the story that gets explored, nice um, Slavari. Slavari is cool. What? No. Slavari oh. is the worst. It, it, is, it is most tied to some of the story. I have some strong yeah, feelings really about Silvari. Isn't your main you annoying? You're human. What? Yeah, I mean, they both have some interesting connections and ties, and Silvari uh, have some unique uh, dialogue and stuff in Heart of Thorns, so that's kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. um, otherwise, yeah, I think Fornex is right on the money with this. Uh, Necromancer and Ranger are oftentimes like two of the most recommended starter classes that I hear because they have pets, because they have a lot of survivability and a lot of things with that. Um, Guardian and Warrior also ones that a lot of times I know folks go for. Guardian mm -hmm. is a little bit squishier than you anticipate at first. So um, just, you know, keep an eye out uh, for ways that you can kind of tweak your skills as you go or like grab gear with toughness a little bit or, uh, you know, just kind of see what you have that's going to also offer you a little bit of defense as you unlock your abilities um but it's got a lot of i mean they all have a lot of good stuff and um you can really start with any class and still find your way through it but i think those ones are the ones i usually hear recommended and from my own experience i think are really solid so nice uh who did not answer this question or does anyone want to add anything engineer it's... is tough to play at the start because no, you don't get many options you don't get many options, but like if you want to play around with, if you want to get a little bit more intricate and kind of like, actually, should I tell you which cast you should play if you've never played Guild Wars 2? Mesmer. It is wonderful to play. Wonderful. I played, that was my first class when I played Guild Wars 2, and I absolutely bloody loved it. Is it my main? Do I play anymore? Not really. But if you want to play something very unique, Guild Wars 2 unique? combat system is still very unique. If you want to play something unique, New York, unique, then you can play Me Mesmer. Is just like it just takes most class the way the way you would think you would play a weapon, and it spins it on its ass. If you play with a great sword, you are you know you can be at a big range, and you just fire this kind of beam out from it. You know, as a, just one example of how they just do things so much better and great clones. Phantasms, love it. Brilliant design. Wicked class. One of the best classes in an MMORPG. Even if I don't play it like that much. It is so unique. It's it's fun. Unique? Let's do it. Unique? If I'm unique? really biased, play engineer. Because <laughs> that's my man. Oh. But that's fun as Does well. Does the sound effect only proc if if Jebro is saying the word? I'm over here trying to fish for that crew sound. Unique? Unique? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Excellent. All right, hold on. Proof. Unique. Unique? There you go. <laughs> Have you listened to Beyonce's album Renaissance? Okay. <laughs> Apparently not. Okay. Go on. No. Go on. You want to do one, Kruf and Boots, or are you good? Oh, I you said anything but a Sarah. Oh. Anything but a Sarah? Okay. <laughs> 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 um yeah necro they do play whatever you want i don't know i'm not playing for you <laughs> i don't know okay boots you you do it what's the question right next question <laughs> i think we answered it i feel good about it diable weapons question mark from really yes huh yes yeah. same agree lightning round yeah Boom. Yeah, I gotta look at these questions. I would like that. 
No, but we're doing them one at a time. You don't need to look at them. <laughs> we're asking them in the them. podcast. Um, I excellent. Mean, okay, so yeah, Diablo Robins, oh, I would love that. Uh, at this point, it's tough to say whether or not they'll ever do it because they have so many weapons that you could make different ones of that are just different colors, uh, like all the uh, the Ascended weapons. Um, but it doesn't matter. It's so long ago that it was made that, you know. Remember when Taquadal weapons came out and they were just a different color <laughs> center weapon? Yeah. But everybody wanted to get them because they were like, you know, the uh, boss weapons that you, yeah. you know. Um, and it, it well, was, it, anyway. For a lot of us, it was, it's, yeah. Uh, never yeah. mind. Yeah. Mm. We're not adding new questions, peeps, because we're, we're getting towards the end. Uh, if you want to chuck them in our comments in the YouTube channel, though, I'm sure we can answer them there and also in future, and we'll, we'll maybe pin them to our chat so we can do that maybe at the start of the next yeah. show we do. We could actually just continue it into next time as well, obviously. Segment of what the fuck. Oh, yeah. I didn't cuss. We never, why didn't I do that? Actually, maybe I could just call it that. This episode could just be that. Relics and what the fuck? You fact. will get demonetized. <laughs> no, fuck! Like, you will get demonetized. Oh, really? Just for that title? Oh my god. Did you, try, did you try to use that title in a former video crew? No, but I imagine the algorithm would be like, this sounds a bit suggestive. Mm. Unsuitable for Most advertisers. Most of the people that watch you, the live bringers are actually subscribed now, probably. They, either uns they unsubscribe when they don't like an episode <laughs> and they resubscribe when they like it. That's oh, just it's... the way it is. Uh, <laughs> don't forget to like, comment, subscribe on YouTube. Thanks. Um, <laughs> what was the question? Oh, we're gone. We're done. We're done. Uh, what if oh, we're that? <laughs> no, no, no. Well, <laughs> With that question, done, moving done. on. We could... oh, Let's I do see, one I more. See. Let's do one more. Let's not get these questions. Uh, Dylan's asked a... Wait, Dylan asked a couple of questions. Let's do two more then. No, and spawn. What if ArenaNet did a visually stunning card game out of the vault with 3D mm. cards like Steam cards with every nice design that gets more colorful as you unlock them? Okay. What the cards I like it. do they? I don't well, know. yeah, they make a game. They make, you know, like Gwent oh. kind of oh. unlockable through the game. Awesome. Oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Mini I wouldn't be opposed. I wouldn't be opposed to this. I really loved Gwent in The Witcher Three. I got weirdly obsessed with it. However, in contrast, I did not care for the card game that they introduced to ESO. It's really long-winded um, and convoluted. So long-winded and convoluted. I was like, "Wow, is the match still going? What's e oh my god!" Um, and so it's really simple. That's the thing. <laughs> like that's the thing, though. It is all it is is about who has gets to a certain amount of power. But it's just so convoluted. <laughs> just like, oh. dude, why, why? <laughs> like, I'm yeah, I, I wouldn't be anyway, opposed sorry. to them doing something like that. And I think it's an interesting idea to continue expanding stuff in the Wizards Vault. Um, I mean, I know, like in fourteen, we have Triple Triad, um, which is kind of like a fun little way. And people like to try and collect all the cards, which could have its own achievements or special rewards with them too, which is kind of fun. Um, I also think it would be fine if they wanted to do something like 14 introduced these things that are like um, player like uh, adventurer plates is kind of what they're called um, or uh, your sort of portraits that you have whereas you like instance into things or as you do certain types of content or you can like hover over other players and then like click on it and it essentially gives you your own little like in-game business card 
sort of and you can like oh, customize yeah. it with different borders and you can take a picture of your character and put it in there nice. that's another one from other games that i would steal a photo mode um but you can like put a picture of your character in there <laughs> and stuff like that um but uh something like that would even kind of be cool and they could create borders or backgrounds or stuff for like that as well although mm -hmm. i don't think there's as much use for it in guild wars 2 because it's not like you are instancing into as as much content um, where you're like displaying for everybody the picture of your character or whatever. But okay, mm -hmm. yeah, love it. Do Any... something based off of like Zalimbor mm. and Casino. Mm. I do like mm. a mini game. Yeah, that'd be fun. Like a mini game. That's a that's a good question. Um, Ooh. This... I just thought, like, you collect different character cards and then you get different, like, interactions with them to find out more about their story. That would yeah, be nice. Ooh, that's, that's cool. True. That's true. Well, I knew mm. kind of um, dialogue options. Mm. 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 Do that again. What was that for? Unique? Mm. Unique? Mm. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not doing it again. It's I'm not a doctor. I might be just tired, so. Okay. All right, let's do this. I like this as our last question from Dillamon Star. Uh, what's one quality of life update each of the panel would like? We'll end the podcast on that. One quality of life. We've kind of, there was one. kind of like a similar question. What is it, Boots? An update what is it? to the adventure um, scoreboards. Oh. An update to the scoreboards to say what? Yeah, so that okay, so that you could actually see what the highest scores are, even if you don't have to know oh. who they who has them, just so you know what they are to know what to and also to know what's just above you. Doesn't you? They don't have to give you the name of the person because I understand that there's like possibilities Privacy. of people like you know messaging the people that oh you blah blah blah. Just just know what the scores. times are yeah. that are either like first the top ten and like right above you. Cool. Mm. Okay. Anyone else? And I know. I mean, quality of life would also be to, you know, wipe certain boards that are completely messed up. <laughs> but I don't think that's gonna happen. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. Anyone else? Um, I would like to see a um ally visual effect cooling system, but one that actually works. Mm. Uh, okay. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Next. Yeah. It's very unique. Unique. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was thinking. I mean, the LFG that was mentioned earlier came to mind, but um, another mm. one that I've mentioned before that I would, I personally would really, really love for them to do, um, is to rework the tab targeting in the game. I, I find it so frustrating. Like, it works fine on principle, but, like, sometimes it's, like, it targets anything but the thing that you want. It targets the thing 5,000 yards behind the thing that you want. It switches off or unlocks a target that you're currently fixed on while you're DPSing, and then you miss half of your rotation, like, the big impact of your rotation on the enemy. Like... I would just love it if they would just rework that a little bit, if they would make it so that you could also, like, like focus target or just, you know, click on a boss and be like, do not untarget this boss, <laughs> like, forever, don't untarget it. And there's, like, some stuff that kind of gives you the ability to work around it a little bit. Um, but I will say that it, it kind of, at least for me personally, it makes me 
less in, like less inclined to engage with dpsing in the game um because i oftentimes just find it kind of a hassle to be like okay am i still tabbed on the right thing why am i targeting the why did i switch halfway through this to target the wall behind it like it it drives me up the it drives me up the wall a little uh, bit <laughs> okay me yes is it my turn me indeed okay or as i like to call you okay phonics. me 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 phonics yeah um me, me, me. I would like them to nix all the nickel and diming around um, character customization. I don't like it. Mm. I want to be able to change my character's hairstyle in a hairstyle shop. I want to be able to change my attire whenever I want to without any costs. I want to just be able to have an in-game crafted item, have something like that. God damn, have a, have a, have a profession where people can do do people's hair i don't care but stop nickel and diming with their kits and um and shards and shit like that i don't like it i know they've done better because um they've got the transmutation charges on the wizard's vault which is a step in the right direction but they just need to free the fashion wars man get it from behind the paywall i don't like it i don't like it cool yeah 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 did you all go did you have I did have one, yeah. I'm trying to think of something tiny. Uh, <laughs> no. I know what you oh were going to think. I know what God. you were thinking of. Filth monster. This is a, this is a general one. <laughs> and I'll just talk it out. <laughs> like, podcast, okay? Calm down. Yeah, this is a general <laughs> one. And I'll talk it out while you. I'll toss it out while you think of one, Jebro. Yeah. Um, I would like it if they did some more if they did some more bug fixing. Did you say toss? <laughs> Sorry. I said I'll toss it out while you think of what You just keep it going. <laughs> you lived yeah. in England. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a talk means. to you about English slang. Oh, she, knows. oh know. she knows. She knows what it means. Know. She what does it mean? Hundred percent knows what toss means. What does it mean? Google it. Guys, I'm, I'm not explaining it. <laughs> I hit my microphone. Oh, we've got time up. Unbelievable. Don't we tell people what it then. means in the chat, Jesus. No, I was. I, I gave a website, the Snowcrow's website, for the guy asking for. Oh, oh no, you can't post links in Jabro's chat yeah, unless you chat. give him money. Y'all know this. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah, my, my one that I am going to toss out uh, is <laughs> bug fixes. I just like them to go back and fix some of the bugs and oh, old stuff. There's just a lot of there's a lot of stuff like even in raids where like a boss will just like regularly like glitch or bug and you just have to like reset the instance or you just have to um so I think it would be nice, especially when it comes to the main story. Uh, there are a few quests where in the past I've had people say, I have this bug or I have this issue with it, and I like literally can't even proceed it, and I've fallen off the game because of it. Um, mm -hmm. That's not to say that like Guild Wars 2 is like a massively buggy game. I have smoothly gotten through it. I've had a few little things that have popped up, but it's, it's nothing usually that causes huge, huge, huge problems. But I do think that some of the older stuff has some weird quirks or some weird issues that the team doesn't always have full scope on. Um, and I would just like to see some of that polish up a little bit more. Beautiful. Yeah. One quality of life thing yeah. is technically not in the game, but it is patch notes and how they deliver them to the player. General communication, like that kind of stuff. I would like, it's not really quality of life. It's just quality of life for the game and their marketing or whatever you want to call it. Information giving, uh, 
redo the website. <laughs> there you go. Boom. Wait, kind of would love that. Yeah. Kind of would love that. Do it. Bring it bring into 2024. <laughs> like, yeah. Jesus, that please. website website's a little old. Oh, know. actually, well, I like Really's one as well in there. I would apps. Would I like this more in in game? New UI, not not new, but the ability to move things in your UI. Mm. Just that, mm. like really old school thing that you that everyone else can do in their games, but you can't do it in Guild Wars Two. So <laughs> that is so that's, cool. That's one of the things that that preach was saying when he played through he did his like a really interesting run through of guild wars and he yeah. that's one of the he said the ui felt really dated I, it's and, so uh, funny how like yeah. if you go if for ux design i remember going to different studios and was actually doing stuff and and talking to them about ux and how they like ux designs talking about how they actually design and measuring where our eyes was looking and like where where the enemy um icon is at the top of the screen is like one of the worst places you can put it like legitimately one of the worst places it could ever be and like you can change that in any other game but you can't in guild wars 2 i want it lower right there where my abilities are where my health is so i can see the things that's like just a basic thing i just update that mm -hmm. shit. but um anyway yeah. <laughs> that's it i won't go off anymore um da, 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 da. we're gonna leave it there for questions thank you for your thank questions mooplis rinse rice Strom, and uh other people who had questions i've literally pinned them in our chat so we're gonna come back to those we could come back to those next time i don't mind doing that yeah they um, for the questions y'all eat that yeah, yeah. questions yeah there were some really good questions so good job um, if you have some questions you want to ask in the comments below on YouTube as well, make sure you pop them in and we'll try and uh, we'll say your name out and we'll answer your question live on the show uh, or and record it on YouTube, whatever. Um, whatever you want to do, it's, it's fine. Otherwise, we're going to say goodbye and do a little bit of an outro. Goodbye. Um, we... Goodbye, farewell. I'll be the sentence that I do. Thank you. We <laughs> yeah. will maybe be next week. We'll let, I'll let you know because things are... But until there's a next release, there's kind of not much out there in the... Yeah. Uh, on In the ether of God also, I guess. Um, but we can always do these kind um, of chats, question streams, but the mid-feb ish is probably when the next bit is coming out actually the dog into the game and find out it's in 30 something days okay I, I, I would love to do an off-topic episode with you guys where we just talk about general MMOs. Honestly, yeah, I kind of love nice. that. Maybe I love it. We could do... Lightbringers off-topic we every could... other week <laughs> until the expansion. <laughs> we could do that. We could do that next week if you want to. Mm. This is the Lightbringers, but we'd have to have like a different segment name. The... We'll work it out. <laughs> the the bringers just bringing it right <laughs> yeah i'll just delete the middle bit we're always bringing line the no matter what's going on Maybe. we're bringing we're bringing you uh content we're bringing you energy we're bringing you the information that you crave and deserve oh, the, and the, need the dark the dark bringers uh, is a thing me and crew did a couple of episodes yeah dark bringers that's true that's true resurrection the name of the edgy the half light bring the constantly dim light late night <laughs> bringers dim night light 
the, the comfortably dim light late night. The thing is, would like, it actually be different? Because like I'm pretty sure we bring. I'm pretty the sure game we're bringer. awful. All right, the game bringers, the medium the... bringers. Oh God, <laughs> this is, Ouija this is boards my husband. and stuff. Please <laughs> don't blame me. Okay. That's the chat Garrett in the chat. That's my husband, so. I don't oh, actually you should go reading. back to like halfway through the episode. We were talking about you. <gasps> oh, <laughs> no, no, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. I just said wonderful things about you. I did. Bringer. Please Why get me a nice wedding anniversary present. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't mark it, so. All right, folks, we are going to head out. Bringer. The what? The bring bringer. Griswold in the chat, just the bring bringers. Bring I don't know bringers. why they got me. Bring I like bring bringers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The telephones, the bring bring bringers. Bring bring. Oh my god. Bring bring. Hello. People, Hello. People Uni? get mad at this. Uni. Uh, <laughs> the Uniqueus. That sounds like um the backyard again. <laughs> Rookery, tell us what you do. Where you do it? That's a great show. Peace out, as they say in the Americas. Yeah, we, we say we peace out all the times here in the Americas. That's, that's a common catchphrase that we okay. use. Jesus. <laughs> um, hey, everybody, I'm Rook or Rookery. That's R-O-K-U-R-I. You can find me on my Twitch channel at Rookery. You can find me on YouTube at The Same, and you can find me on Twitter at Rookery underscore. I love MMORPGs. I play both Guild Wars 2 and Final Fantasy XIV and a variety of others. Um, but whatever we're doing, wherever we're doing it, whether it's here on the podcast or it's over on my own channels, um, we're always having a good time and bonding over the games we love, so we'd love to see you and chat with you. Bang. Proof. You do? Hi. Um, I stream, I make YouTube videos. <laughs> you will find me at Kroof. Go follow me on Twitter. Um, thank you. On what? On we are not calling it no. <laughs> a letter, okay? We're gonna call it a letter. It's gonna be the letter B for ball stuff. No, for boots. Boots. For, for boots. Ball it's your turn. Did you just say it's gonna be the letter B for ball stuff? Ball no, stuff. Yeah. You stuff. can find a you know what you it's can find a lot of ball stuff ball? on Twitter. Baller. Is it baller? Oh. I didn't say ball. I said something else, but I can't remember oh. what it was. It really sounded like you said ball stuff. I'm just I mean that's I mean, what you're No, I bro. said ball stuff, like because ballsh. I mean it is X, so yes, it has got ball stuff you on can it. Find a lot of ball stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Scatological. Yes. Boots, are you gonna do a rebrand? Take, take that B from your name. Change your channel to Ball Stuff. Ball Stuff. Um. Yeah. Why not? I want to make a YouTube channel where I review balls, like basketballs, <laughs> tennis balls, footballs, ball stuff. <laughs> Sorry. Ball stuff. I actually might do that. I'm not even joking. Yeah, of course you would. Do it on Instagram though. Boots. Yeah. What's up? Do it. Ball stuff. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I have a channel, World Avengers, on YouTube, and um, and I uh, am so far I'm doing adventures right now on it. It's gonna be a little slower now, though. It's gonna be slower, um, so I'm gonna space them out a lot more. Mm -hmm. But uh, but yeah, one day I'll be finished. One day I'll be finished. Hopefully that day will be never, so we can continue to enjoy your adventuring bold stuff. 
Fornex. Tell us yes. what you do and how much you love your husband. <laughs> <laughs> very, very much. Please get me a nice anniversary present. <laughs> <laughs> what a place to ask. <laughs> Where else am I going to do it? I mean, come on. <laughs> I'm Fornax the Herald. I know, I'm That's terrible. That's you announcing. You're, you're announcing. You're a Herald. That is what you want. You're just putting it out into yeah, the world. Yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> what do they call it? I'm manifesting my destiny. Oh, that's such you're bullshit. You're shooting oh your shots, God. aren't anyway. you, Fornax? That's it. I, I, I am, I am shooting my shots. That's, that's what I'm doing all over the internet. Oh my All God. over the internet. Uh-oh. So, oh. <laughs> I'm the King the Herald. I've changed, I've rebranded and I've changed everything and it's all just falling to pieces. Please help me and go to my YouTube channel. That's it. I've, there's stuff there that I watch and I'm doing a new um, series. I actually am. I'm going to plug something. So I'm doing a new series for my supporters over on Patreon and Subscribestar and that kind of thing where I tell them bedtime stories for gamers. So I'm reading that's stories right. and uh, that's, that's what I'm doing and I'm working on it. And I'm going to be actually like roping in the Chak Garen in chat to do some because he has peak voice that's very nice. So, yes. Wicked. Indeed. That is all the things. Thank you for having me and not firing um, me. You're very welcome. Yeah, Kruf's gone. Uh, what? Kruf's gone. Um, <laughs> you're to Kruf, what? Kruf's right here. What? No, next time it's gone. You've got, you, oh. you better make the most of the oh, rest of the show. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, I got fired. Perfect timing, Peach. Hi, Peach. No, we're about to finish. Hi, I was going to go and raid you. <laughs> How dare you? I was about to raid you. Uh, fine. Thank you very much. Well, I, I appreciate your face. Else. If you are all um, uh, not not wary, <laughs> if you're not aware, please go follow her on Peachy. Be wary, be wary. Uh, we need to get Peachy back on the show soon. Um, uh, I've been Jebro. You've just come in from my outro uh, and for the Lightbringers podcast. It's Guild Wars 2 podcast. We've just come in. Welcome. Uh, we are going now. We are done. Um, if you want to check out the podcast, uh, anchor.fm slash jebrounity. I didn't think about that uh, in the past, unfortunately. But if you just Google the Lightbringers Guild Wars 2 podcast or the Lightbringers, you will probably get us up on Spotify, no Kroof, and also no Phonex, and all of you. Uh, <laughs> I didn't mean it in that way. Um, if you you want- do not mean it in that way. <laughs> If you want to find the podcast, it's pretty easy. Much get like the British, you know. It's youtube.com slash jebrounity, where the podcast is also there. If you do want to support um, the podcast itself, chuck a subscription on uh, Twitch if you fancy. Uh, it does take some work, very tiny work, but I appreciate all of these people giving up their time on a Friday as well. We'll be back next week. Maybe we'll talk more generally about some MMORPGs. We'll see. Uh, otherwise, thanks so much for watching. You take care and have a wicked rest of your day, week, month, leap year, because that's what it is. Uh, that's what you are. Unique. On the Lightbringers <laughs> podcast. Unique, as they say. I'm not sure what that was. Bye bye. That was Cruise Leg. Oh, God. Awesome.